Hello, everyone. Welcome to Newbie Star Trek. We, we did it. We Whoa. did it. We, we reached. Did it. We what did reached, we do? We we reached the peak of the series. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that. That's guys. Th- those those are big words, there, partner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, the there are many who would agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I set the tone pretty hard at the beginning. <laughs> um, yeah, but- <laughs> way, way to way to bury that lead, Marvin. <laughs> or not bury. Burying it means we wouldn't know what it is, right? So. Actually, I forgot. I think one time I read like this debunking of what of what bury the lead is usually used used or like how it's usually used and how it's wrong. Yeah, kind of like how um uh I beg or that begs the question is actually yeah, used yeah, yeah. incorrectly all the time. As um, well but, as like uh, I don't know what the correct way to use that is either, but whatever. Because yeah. you because you be burying the berries. You know what I mean? Like bury <laughs> the the rotten berries. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. back to Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> Bearing Roddenberry's leads, yeah, or getting so. Barry tied it together. <laughs> Barry Sonnenfeld. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're newbie Star Trek. Welcome to the podcast again. Uh, if you're new, welcome. Uh, I'm Marvin. I'm here with Ricardo and Dan. Hey guys, I'm Dan. Hello, I'm Ricardo for today. <laughs> so uh, if you're new, sorry, uh, I'm drinking Dr Pepper. <laughs> if you're new. Uh, Ricardo is the eponymous newbie in the sense that, uh, yes. he had he, before this, this podcast, he had never really watched Star Trek before. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, if you foolishly thought that you're the newbie trying to get into Star Trek <laughs> with this podcast, jokes on you. Yeah. It was Ricardo the whole time. <laughs> you're you feel stupid. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. But, but if you've been listening for a long time, thank you. <laughs> we love you and uh and it would help us if you've been liking the podcast to uh, i don't know uh leave us a review on itunes yeah. or apple podcasts it or whatever it's called the fuck it's called these days whatever well whatever yeah, you're listening yeah. to on if, if you're <laughs> listening to on like some google like podcast yeah, addict yeah, yeah whatever for that matter, you know dude. Whatever. whatever it's do, fine as long do you, do you do you as they say yeah or don't yeah you don't have to either you yeah. know or and as you, you write it, your review just remember that when I called you stupid, I did it very loudly. <laughs> yeah. It demanded a response. It's true. Because you can leave us a bad review too. That's fine. You can mm-hmm. you can leave a review that says they called me stupid. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like And they that. didn't even apologize. No. <laughs> they even set up a really good apology and then they didn't even do it. Yeah. Uh, what an a, asshole. It subverted our expectations. Can I say something before we get started? Of Before course, we get yes. into any of this, uh, of course, I, I was sir. very disappointed by what occurred the last few days. Oh. Um, uh, probably longer. So, I received a file from Marvin, and it said, oh. Measure of a Man, Extended Edition. And I thought, well, <laughs> I've seen fucking Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> so, I know where this is headed. <laughs> Turned it on, and not You're once. You're expecting a big Magnum episode. Yeah. Not <laughs> once did Captain Picard measure his dick. Not once. No one or did. Or Data. No one or did. Riker. Yeah. Yeah. No one No did. one. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ricardo. We totally misled yeah. you. It is the main failing of the yeah. episode. Don't that, send me a file no <laughs> called Measure of a Man. <laughs> Extended edition. <laughs> if <it's, laughs> if no yeah. one's going to be measuring their goddamn dicks, dude. Yeah. And, and and to be fair, the, the file is literally just called 209, the measure of a man. Yeah. There's there's no indication that it's Star Trek. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, well, 209, there must be 209 dudes measuring. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've seen two uh, girls in one cup. Uh, I'm up for anything. <laughs> 209 girls, one cup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Having never seen that actual video, 209 sounds excessive. It probably well, is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's also probably a logistical nightmare just passing yeah. around the cup. Have you touched yeah, the cup yet? You need yet? to hire yeah. a project manager H- for have that. Have you used yeah. the cup yet? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's been so long, I could use the yeah. cup again. Yeah. I don't know. We need so. synergy. We need other dudes <laughs> in other buildings to come. Yeah, we need some Imagineers to get on this. Um, you know what? Uh, also, uh, so one, I still stand by the statement that every Star Trek title, every episode that has a title could be uh, an adult film. Oh, I mean, okay, well, let's let's go through them very quickly um, so that we've gone through in this season so far and see if any of them support your theory. So, for all example- All of them do. All of them do. Contagion. Okay. Well, okay. Okay, first of all- <laughs> of honor. Ricardo, Contagion. Ricardo. The first episode is called The Child, so I don't know well, if that- Well, <laughs> if, you, if you knock boots, you have The Child. Yeah. Okay. This is, okay. This is a okay. sequel it, to the adult it's film. It's an epilogue. It's yeah. an epilogue of yeah. the adult film, yeah. The Child. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where it, silence it's a making has of least. documentary. Yeah. The, where silence has least could definitely work. Yeah. Um, right. Elementary Dear Data. That's yeah. like a dress up cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. Porno. The Outrageous Okana. I mean, that, that sure works did. perfectly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Loud as loud as a whisper. For sure. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. That's that's just describing the, the way she sounds. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. as they're fucking. Yeah. Um, Why is it gotta be she? Uh, yeah, dude. That's just true. Could be yeah. two dudes. Yeah. That's two. Yeah. This yeah. is this is, is 2021. I think this, the I'm schizoid not sure. man. I'm not sure. Oh, could the be schizo- what man? The schizoid man. Yeah. He's, he's juggling all the ladies, but he doesn't know he can't keep his. Yeah. You know. That's a yeah. niche fetish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unnatural selection. For sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. All right, you're right. All right, I I rate this theory eight out of ten. See, (laughs) if you like this podcast, please leave us a (laughs) tell us what your favorite adult film name is of this or last season. Now that we've made you at least one listener is like, get to measure of a man. Shut yeah. up! Get to Talk measure about a the good episode, you pieces of shit. <laughs> uh, I, I should mention, um, if it wasn't clear by the title of the podcast, we all watched the extended edition. Yeah, and I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is the first time we've all seen the extended edition, right? This is uh, uh, that would be this true. This is for the me, only yeah. time I've seen it. Yeah, and that for Ricardo, it's extra interesting because it's the only version of the episode he's ever seen. So that to me is very interesting because I would love to see his insight because the, the, the changes are not massive. Like they don't change what happens in the episode, obviously, right. but the, there are some significant details that changes your characterizations of people and whatnot. Now, uh, now I'm second guessing the, the idea of the fact that we watched this and I watched this as the first thing, because this is not what people watched originally. But the thing is, it's a rare opportunity, right? Like, like, like the extended editions are already somewhat not that well distributed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I thought it'd be a good opportunity for someone who has never seen it to see what they think. And it's, this is, this is Melinda Snodgrass's like actual vision of what she wanted to have the episode be. It's just when she wrote the script, it was too long. So, now, okay. So is this, where could people find this? 
One. This is this can be found on either the Blu-ray restorations of Star Trek. Yeah, the, the, the whole collection. Two. Yeah, either the one just for season two or the complete collection. Okay, they both have it. Um, and I believe it's only. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, because um, I I haven't looked at my Blu-ray collection of the full yet. But I think it's only the season two only collection that has the commentary track. That's with Melinda Snodgrass and you know Michael. What? And I am actually not sure about that. Okay, because I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, but that's the ver. I, that version. Rest least- assured, I have not listened to the commentary track. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's as far as I know. That's the only version that has the commentary with Michael and. Uh, oh my God! I forgot uh, his wife's name. Um, Michael Okuda and. Um, uh, oh shoot. Yeah, yeah. I'm so bad with names. I'm sorry, everyone. The Okudas. They always call them the Okudas. (laughs) To to be fair, to be fair. They're usually referred to as a unit. Denise Okuda. So, Michael Okuda and Denise Okuda. Bob Samuda. Uh, Yeah, who who originally they were like kind of like production designers in the show and prop designers, but have evolved into kind of being like the caretakers of Star Trek, especially for TNG. Yeah, which is very interesting. They became like the Rosetta Stones. Yeah, remembered everything yeah. and how that was yeah. done who, who, because wait, because they didn't who, just. What was her names? Uh, Michael Okuda and Denise Okuda. Okuda. Oh, I thought I generally thought you said Zamuda. I was like, oh, is he? <laughs> are they related to Bob Zamuda? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But like, um, they they basically they were really into the show. So like, especially Michael Okuda, as he was working on it, like he wasn't just a job. It wasn't just a job for him. It was he was like a fan. So he remembered everything. So like when they came to the Blu-ray restorations, they kept asking him, hey, what is this supposed to be? He's like, oh, I remember because I talked to that person on that day and it was supposed to be this. Blah, blah. And um, all, of, all, of, <laughs> all of the like computer screen data and whatnot, that was all actually made by Michael Okuda to the point where they're called Okudagrams because mm. um, he, he just made up whatever needed to be made up that day really quickly on the piece of black plastic and just put it up. But uh but yeah, um, the 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 writer for that episode was Melinda Snodgrass, who it's she's a she's got an interesting story in the fact that like she started as a lawyer, which makes sense given this episode, yeah, and she was a, she was a writer for a bit, and then one of her very closest friends is none other than George R. R. Martin, and while they George R. R. Martin was uh, a writer for the Beauty and the Beast show starring Ron Perlman. But he he read one of her novels and was like, you're a really good writer and you have a good sense of both story structure, pacing, and dialogue, which is stuff that's really good for TV writing. Maybe you should make a spec script. This was a spec script. Mm, wow. And George R. R. Martin showed it to his agent. Uh, his agent passed it on to Maurice Hurley. I've, I've come to know they re- referred to him as Mari. So, okay. Mari. Um, and... Apparently, the way the 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 pitch meeting went, because she came in to like pitch the episode, right? Mm-hmm. She came in and she was like, "Okay, uh, George R. R. Martin told me that like the spec script is just a spec script. That's not what they want to actually hear pitched. So you come in with your ideas and you pitch a show idea, right? Like an episode. Mm-hmm. So she came in and started a pitch. And apparently, she was super nervous because it's the first time she'd ever worked in the film industry. And then uh, about halfway through her pitch, uh, Maury apparently went, "It's okay, shh, shh, calm down." Look at the whiteboard. And on the whiteboard, they had written up the episodes they're doing that season, and her script was on it. Nice. So, so that's cool. how she learned she was hired. Nice. Which is pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is a pretty excellent way to enter the industry. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Probably. The, yeah, like what a what an anomaly, man. 
Because yeah. it's like, you, this is your first foray. This is your spec script. And, and it's exceedingly it's this rare. episode. Yeah. One, it's exceedingly rare for spec scripts to be accepted as regular episodes True. for an ongoing show. And two, it's exceedingly rare for spec scripts or even freelance scripts like that to end up being this like, level of quality. Like series defining <laughs> <Yeah>. episodes. <laughs> character defining in many ways as well like she never she never went to she never did like uh features or anything huh? no she she worked primarily in tv afterward um but um she she did such a good job on this season she became the the main story editor for the season and for season three as well hmm. Sweet. Um, it, yeah it was, a, it was very interesting so anyway this episode, The Measure of a Man, um, well, the extended edition didn't air, but the original ver- broadcast version aired on February ter- 13th, 1989. Dan, if you could. 13th. <laughs> yes, yes. My mouth is good. <laughs> if you could uh, take us around the sun and let us know what happened. Yeah. On the third. Well, not quite on the 13th. Sorry. Um, I'm going to start off from the 9th. Oh, my uh, God. With oh a bit of God. sad news. Osamu Tezuka, the famous manga artist and creator Ah. of Astro Boy and Kim of the White Lion, passed away. Uh, I didn't know it was that early. Yeah. For some reason, Uh, I thought it was For whatever reason, I did not pull his age at the time. (laughs) I usually have that info ready, but uh, needless to say, he was old enough. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he wasn't. We don't know. I I think it was like... Never mind. I'm not even going to try. One day later... He was 60. See? He was only 60. Oh, Okay. So he old wasn't enough. old that. Uh, <laughs> Old enough. Old enough. <laughs> he gave the world enough. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, what a horrible trip around the sun this is. Well, on, this, well, on the 10th? Uh, uh, well, just to clarify, he died because of stomach cancer. So. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh. yeah that's a, that, that is a terrible way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stomach cancer is very painful. Um, it's always too soon to die of stomach cancer. Well, All right, I'll admit that. <laughs> Moving on. February 10th. In a New Jersey court, in order to gain deregulation for their organization, the World Wrestling Federation <gasps> admitted that pro wrestling is oh, an exhibition and not a sport. But it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> See, the, the funny part is it was already fake to every everyone who was like closely following wrestling for like 20 years. Shut up. <laughs> you have the Undertaker. You can't. <laughs> what? He, like, really, <laughs> he really reached souls. <laughs> I saw it. Uh, it happened. I f- fucking love wrestling. And uh, honestly, this is when wrestling got better. Because you can finally <laughs> just admit, yes, it's fake and stupid. Let's just do whatever now. And it got better to me. But yeah, anyway. it, it was. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, hey, just a side note. Remember Wayne Gretzky? Mm. Yeah. In this week, he set two hockey records with his 45th hat trick and his 10th 40 or more goal season. Dang. He's a figure That's skater. a lot of dang goals, man. Mm. Yeah. I know nothing about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I just know and it's it's mostly Canadian and and they're angry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the hockey, the hockey Canadians are angry. <laughs> Otherwise, they're pretty nice. Uh, and on that weekend, uh, the box office was won by none other than The Fly 2. Ooh. A sequel starring Jeff Goldblum's son, which, well, I mean, not, not his actual son, his but I mean son, the son yeah. of, the son of the character. Um, the son of the fly. It, 
So so a Fly's character. I did not know there was a Fly 2. Oh, there was. <laughs> oh, and it was, was, awesome. was directed by a special effects guy who worked on Cronenberg's The Fly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it only included one actor from the previous film, not counting the stock footage they used of Jeff. <laughs> yeah. And no one liked it. Thank you. I wait, liked it. Wait. I like it. I like it. <laughs> what kind I of like movie it. is it? Is it like they reuse footage from the original movie to then like it? Like it, it out takes place. And then- it takes place after the events of the first fly, but it stars the son of the protagonist of the first fly. Then why is there stock footage from the original? Like, what is what is it just for flashbacks? Um, or is it- well, well, okay. So the fly two, uh, it's it's awesome. First of all, and no, <laughs> nobody nobody should tell you otherwise. Uh, they uh, basically don't listen to me it's his son <laughs> <laughs> oh this there's Dude. interpersonal conflict yeah, on this yeah. podcast they, no, I said don't listen to me <laughs> Eric Stoltz is I son. agree with him Eric Stoltz and, oh yeah Eric Stoltz is in it and oh, it is a beautiful okay. movie uh, he's in, like in a laboratory and they're studying him you, you see him from like as a kid to like a grown up and like it's 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 shitty, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so is it kind of like the flashbacks are just like, yeah, but did they yeah. use it to like, do they use it to like pad out the movie? Is it like silent night, deadly night too? That's I, what okay. I'm so at. I don't <laughs> remember. I remember the, the guy without the arm is in it, right? The guy that, the guy that got like spit on, on his arm. Remember? Mm, 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 uh, Gina mm. Davis's boyfriend in the, uh, yeah, right? yeah. A uh, status. Yeah. 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 And, um, but yeah, it, it, you should just watch it. It's okay. It's All right. All right. A beautiful movie, dude. Okay. Beautiful. I will, I will have to look into it. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe, considering maybe. that it was, it was directed by a special effects guy. You do at least get yeah. those. Maybe yeah. we could, uh, we could do a commentary track of for watching it anyway. Maybe I think so. Could, I think we should do a commentary we, maybe track. Maybe we could do one. I think I we should do one where we tell people don't watch the first one. Go in blind. <laughs> You know what? I'm actually primed for that because I have not seen the original fly. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Newbie newbie fly too. So we'll have a a range of experiences. Ricardo will be the experienced one. Um, I will be new to the fly too, but not the fly. Yeah. And and Dan will be fly curious in in totality. And he'll he'll, he'll be like, well, I like the fly, but I also like other insects. <laughs> Way exactly. to content create, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, Let's talk create. about Star I Trek. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that term. <laughs> Let's make content. <laughs> Too bad. Look at what you're doing right now. We're making Star Trek content. Let's talk anyway, about it. Uh, this week we're sponsored by ExpressVPN, uh, as we were last week, and I did the spiel last week, so I'm not going to go through all of it. All I will say is that normally when a sponsor is done for a podcast, it's like, oh, we're doing a sponsor and like, blah, blah, blah. But this, like, we legitimately use ExpressVPN. Like I, me and Dan Express. It's hard to, it's it's hard to, 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 to do this bit because so many other podcasters do the same thing. Like, no, this, I really (laughs) use this product, but like, no, like we, I don't use it, but you two use it. Yeah, yeah. So I can yeah, be honest. See, that's yeah, how you know it's yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, Ricardo, of you, one of yeah. one of us does not. Yeah, uh, Ricardo repeat, doesn't. I'm, I'm locked in for two years. I can't change <laughs> for two years. <laughs> yeah. So Ricardo doesn't, but Dan and I do. And I've personally actually been using it for about two years. And that's after I had been using a bunch of other VPNs. And that's because in general, I won't do the d- details of it why, but it has probably the best 
security you can find along with maintaining really high download speeds while connected to a VPN. Because the worst thing that can happen on a VPN, other than, you know, it's not secure and they find out whatever crazy bullshit you're doing, (laughs) is that it's slow. Because then what's the point, right? If you're using a VPN and you're secure, but you can't even watch internet stuff, right? What's the point? Like YouTube doesn't even work. In fact, on ExpressVPN, I've noticed it many times. My YouTube runs better once I'm on it because net neutrality is dead. So (laughs) uh, here is an example of why would you need to use VPN? I'm a writer. I had mm. to research some things and oh, I don't want I my, I, I don't want my, 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 my internet search provider to know that I search how long yep. would it take to eat a person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time I had to search best way to hide a body. Yep. Um, yep. and cover up the smell of a decomposing body. Yep. Dan knows why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think I Dan's real Dan? <laughs> We call him Dan 2.0. I know everything about why. <laughs> but yeah, if you have to do weird shit like that, it's good to turn on a VPN. Yeah. It's just to make sure the just so you don't have to have that uncomfortable meeting with the FBI later. Yeah. Hey Marvin, <laughs> maybe maybe the the cool <laughs> listeners at home could you could use some help getting access to this VPN. <laughs> well, if you want a really good deal on ExpressVPN. If you go to expressvpn.com slash newbie Star Trek and you sign up for 12 months, you get an extra three months free. So that makes the whole thing 49% off, which is a really good deal for this quality of VPN. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't cheaper VPNs. I'm not saying that there are even free VPNs because those are things that exist. What I am saying is if you want a quality of VPN as good as ExpressVPN, that's a really good deal. I pay much more right now. And I would have loved to have had that offer, but I I never did because I just jumped right into it. So again, that offer is at expressvpn.com slash newbie Star Trek. That's N-E-W-B-I-E Star Trek. You'll get 49% off when you sign up for 12 months. It's a pretty friggin' great deal. And I want to say, hey, Ease, this could be you. <laughs> Are you playing? I wish. I looked into it, man. They just don't. They just don't care. They're just they playing just hard don't. to get. It's fine. It's fine. Put out, ease. I know, dude. <laughs> hey, you know who did put out? Ricardo, could you please tell us what happened in That's this true. episode? That's true. Yeah. That's actually a, t- a very specific talking point yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's more relevant than usual today. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, uh, all right. So in this episode, Measure of Man, no one's measuring their dicks. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> Damn it. If, you, if you're coming in here and you're like, well, what's that episode about? I've never seen it. Don't. Don't bother. If, if, you, think, if you have that in your head, like, <laughs> don't, don't. No one's measuring that's, their that's dicks. A poll yeah. qu- that's a poll quote for this yeah. episode of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother <laughs> watching this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's not what you think. If you want a... a, 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 a space courtroom drama then then watch this but you know if you think you're if you think you're you're in for a wild ride magic magic mike xxl style you will not receive it here um so 
man. So, so the episode starts off, and you know what? It starts off pretty badass, dude. There's a poker game going on, and I'm enjoying it, dude. It's uh, it's data. It's- I love the dumb future poker visor. It's <laughs> yeah. all incandescent for no what? reason. There's always every few episodes. There's a dumb future version of something, yeah. and it always bothers me. Like it's just yeah. like, does he need? Just to give well, him well I have an idea. So I have an idea. So if they had given him a regular visor, it, it would have cast a shadow in his face. So that's why he but made that, it but, kind but of. But that's clear. the point of the visor. Right? I know, but <laughs> it, like the lighting guy was like, "No, we yeah, can't." Have yeah, this. I we get it. It's this. it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because like it's, I guess they're using like future chips. Like they're kind of like shi- shiny and metal. Yeah. Right? So Just like, like terminators. Oh no! I fell for one of the classic blunders. It's not incandescent. It's iridescent. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's it's, fine. It's, uh, this- don't fire me for this blunder. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're fired from this podcast at this point. <laughs> oh, we just got express. <laughs> the no. sponsorship has to start. <laughs> uh, so I, I will just one thing. I, a quick a trivia I want to say. So the episode didn't start off this way originally in the script. It was much, much dumber. <laughs> really? really? What were they doing? Uh, yeah. Uh, which I'm really glad that Melinda was told by production she should change it. Originally, it was it was supposed to be a thing where Data tries to swim and he's bad at swimming. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, why would he be bad at swimming? I don't know. But that's way dumber. Um, yeah, that is dumber. Uh, there's actually a, a bunch of minor changes here and there that are actually for the better, in my opinion, than hmm. what Melinda had originally thought. And because, like, the scene of Data just swimming would have been super lame. It's just like, okay, he's swimming. Also, they asked her to change it because technically it would have been really difficult to put the makeup on and then do any actual water. No, no, they were just lazy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So so they did that, but then (laughs) this is much better because, like, it's poker, which is more interesting. And, like, it shows him hanging out, which is cool, you know? I always love scenes where everyone hangs out. I think yeah. it's a lot of fun whenever that happens. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they're all playing poker. It's uh, Polanski, Jordy, <laughs> uh, Data, uh, Miles O'Brien, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. dude. First Remember. try. Remember, nice. just, think, just think potatoes O'Brien. You got uh, Miles yeah. O'Brien. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, you just think Miles Teller, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Conan O'Brien, oh, cool, cool dude. <laughs> Miles O'Brien. <laughs> So my, you're saying Miles Miles O'Brien is Miles Teller and Cone O'Brien Put combined. If they yeah. fucked, they would have Miles O'Brien. Into a potato man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have Miles <laughs> O'Brien and then Riker and they're playing poker and they are very excited and everyone's having fun. It looks like it. Uh, yeah. And right away I'm thinking when I first saw them, they're, they're going to play cards. I'm like, oh, it's going to be data. And he, he's going to be counting cards. Cause it's, it's, mm, it's 21. Mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm. blackjack, but they yeah, weren't yeah. playing back blackjack. They were playing uh, like a version of poker. Yeah. Um, Five card stud, which I think is an older version. I don't, yeah. I've never played that yeah. type of poker yeah. before. So I, don't I just like Texas Hold'em. Yeah. And that's what I play. I here always they play played two yeah. versions of poker that have like modifiers, which I don't like. It's just like, let's just play yeah, straight. It wasn't interesting. It seemed like every time the dealer changed, they yeah. changed the game. It was like really dealer's choice. 
I think that's more Round. of a like an older tradition. Before yeah. like Hold'em yeah, took over yeah. everything. Like when you played cards with people, you would kind of announce what the rules are gonna be as you deal. Yeah. Oh, you like yeah, like yeah. in yeah. westerns. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't like that. I just like just just regular old po- poker. Yeah, but yeah. um anyway, there's like there's rounds of betting and what you end up is like a showdown between data and Riker. And Riker has like a good hand. He's got three queens. He's got an ace, and I forget the other card. But then Riker, it looks like he doesn't have a good hand. He he could have uh, a flush, which is all the same same clubs, same sorry, same uh, fuck suit. now, same it suit. Looks, sorry. Bas- basically, it looks like I think it looks like Riker could have a flush. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so he he yeah he they raise really high, and it's down to 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 data to either to either check. You know, and bet the the extra ten or whatever they put up, or fold. Mm-hmm. And he he folds, and you you have Riker showing him the car that he had, and so basically had nothing. He had nothing. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, why did you why did you bet that much?" And it was it was him understanding that sometimes, like some in the words of Cool Hand Luke, sometimes <laughs> sometimes nothing can be a really cool hand. Uh, and um. And I like that. It, it starts off really cool. I really, I was like, oh man, I hope this reference is brought It's a back bit of up. a metaphor for yeah. the episode itself. It, it's a bit of a metaphor, mm-hmm. but I thought it was going to be more po- poker references or like, I was like, oh, this is the rounders of fucking Star Trek <laughs> episodes. Never again the do they play fucking <laughs> poker. Oh, when they, when they dock at the Starbase, it turns out it's a park casino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then John DeTuro shows up and... I mean, the that's a Cowboy Bebop episode yeah, right there. The old yeah, Romulan's yeah. fucking money. Uh, <laughs> Romulan's played by uh, Jeremy Irons. John, and John, John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, anyway. I the, love space gambling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And, <laughs> space and gambling's fun. Next thing you see is they're, they're in a space station and Picard is having coffee or I don't know what he's having. You think he's having coffee in that little small mug? He's almost certainly having Earl Grey tea. You think so? Yeah, that's pretty much all he drinks. Really? Yeah, it's and like he drinks almost it hot to, to the point where it's a meme. Yeah. Oh my god. Because you'll like later, especially later seasons where like the character became more like culturally aware, mm-hmm. like you know, like almost referential. He would always go like Earl Grey hot because it became like almost like his catchphrase, oh. almost like saying engage. It was like Oof, his catchphrase. Yeah. I don't like that. No. Yeah, it is a little corny. <laughs> so um, he's drinking his Earl Grey tea, and he sees somebody walk into the space station. It's a lady, and mm. he is. In, you never, you've never seen him so animated. Like, oh yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. He gets excited. And he walks up there. He almost like you remember the. Uh, this is gonna be a weird reference for people, but there's there's a character uh, in the Rescue Rangers uh, that when he smells <laughs> cheese. He like the the aroma like oh, lifts yeah. him off his feet. Oh yeah, and he, he starts he, floating yeah, away. That's how his yeah. name, like, Monterey yeah. Jack or something. Yeah, Monterey Jack. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, good memory. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, interesting. You like Rescue Rangers, but not Pixar movies. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, and so he goes over there, and and she's kind of like happy yet it's a weird like i was like what well clearly he banged her dude you know like clearly uh and he names her name and she's got a, a really french last name mm-hmm. and Louvois. He, yeah he's like oh it's been 10 years yeah and he's like it's beautiful seeing you again he's like if and he immediately goes dude what do i do to you if these people weren't around 
Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, because like, like, you, you, you immediately start going like, wait a minute. I thought we were having like a old flame thing. Yeah, kind of yeah. Like, uh, we'll always have Paris or something like that. Yeah. But this is a very different situation. Yeah, and she says, yeah, and she's like, bust the chair across my teeth. And <laughs> uh, it's interesting. Immediately, I was like, whoa, we've never seen this before and stuff. And then um, they have a conversation. You find out that like she was. She was basically, what is it, the prosecutor, right? In his court martial yeah. case? She was the JAG. Uh, remember the show JAG? No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you don't? Oh, there was a show called JAG. Uh, I mean, I remember the, the, the show. It's not like I, it's just that I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so there there was a, yeah. So, uh, JAG stands for uh, Judge Advocate General. Um, um, so, it's, it's basically the military doesn't have the same... Uh, court system that civilians do basically the judge can also be the attorney Mm -hmm. which is definitely a weird conflict of interest but that's helpful for the military so she's the jag uh over his court martial because of the the stargazer yeah when that became a big fucking mess coincidentally mick jagger also a jag Um, (laughs) and so uh they're they they you know roll the credits and you come back and they're having tea or whatever she she might have be having a drink uh we don't know maybe a milkshake (laughs) it looks like a milkshake thing and basically they're talking about like they're they're talking about old memories and like how it's it's like she she apparently like retired at one point and then like but it was her thing and like she's back and she didn't retire she got, but she, she 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 left Starfleet for a bit yeah she she implies that she did something that got her kicked out yeah almost yeah, yeah. yeah. but she's back and she's here she's like she's like the jag of this space station right and they're kind of like far out right like that's kind of what they hinted at like they're yeah they're right on the edge of the neutral zone because yeah. they're trying to keep uh an eye on the romulans yeah and zod because mm-hmm. he's floating around that thing <laughs> so yeah. they're in the forbidden zone it's, it's all the same yeah, yeah, yeah. universe it's all the same uh, cinematic universe <laughs> uh and uh, so basically you find out again that she was she was the one who was a prosecutor in his case and he kind of like it's weird like the relationship i would say like they i don't know if i'm reading into this but like he hates her but like meaning like oh it was just a shitty fucking situation we were in but maybe he respects her for like at least having her conviction the convictions to like just go all the way with what what she was prosecuting him against and you never find mm-hmm. out what the fuck he he was being prosecuted for or whatever but well, it w- well it's specifically for the stargazer that, that, yeah, which that, is a known event that we've covered in season one. I know, but what? what so, like, th- the fact that he got some people killed, apparently? No, so, apparently, according to Starfleet regulation, whenever a captain abandons the ship and the ship gets destroyed, it's an automatic court-martial. And, oh, okay. And they okay. need to, like, assess what the fuck happened. Yeah. The problem is that she wasn't just assessing what was happening. She was, like, over-prosecuting. Yeah. Like, yeah. like she had some sort of agenda. She's a habitual line-stepper. Uh, yeah, there's actually a novel that apparently explained this backstory. Did you, should, oh, really? should I explain it or should I just leave it a mystery? I could leave it a mystery too. Leave it a mystery because what if I want to wa- read it? Okay, All right. I'll leave. Yeah. I'll leave it a mystery. But just for the listeners, then there is. They eventually did flesh out a, a backstory, and it very clearly and logically explains why sh- they're acting this way, um, and it makes total okay. sense. Yeah, and. Uh, coincidentally it's called fleshing it out and it has nothing to do with anything yeah like again you don't read it if you're expecting erotica um so uh so i I don't know but i don't know i'm getting like a weird vibe here like because at the end he kind of like 
I, so like I, I guess she was she was hard on him or whatever. I, I haven't read I didn't read the novel, but but like there's some, there's a weird thing because if you hated somebody, you wouldn't sit down and have coffee with them. I guess because he right. fucked her too, maybe right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's at the very least you realize this is some sort of weird complicated relationship they have. Yeah, and that maybe it feels a bit like an ongoing lovers quarrel. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, and may, and like maybe time and distance has made the animosity less. Yeah, so that's why they're more willing to sit down and talk about stuff. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah, definitely like, still a uh, lot of bad blood between them, though. Yeah, Picard's definitely like kind of holding on to a bit of a grudge over it. Yeah, Picard's the one holding it way more than her, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you have this uh, admiral approach them, and they all get up, and they're like, they're like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And he's like, "Hey," and he, you know, he's, he's like, "Yeah, you, you know, you, here's this person." And they, there's introductions, such bullshit that you don't need to know. But then there's this <laughs> yeah. Weasley dude. They, they, this show does a really good job of casting Weasley dudes. We have the dude from the last yeah. season that had the alien chestburster eventually. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he, I, the first episode, he, yeah. it turns out that you're like, oh, when you first see him, you're like, oh, he was, he was Weasley, but it turns out he wants to work on the, on the Enterprise. Yeah. And, and he was they, just kind of just doing his job. Yeah, like he but he was really Weasley. But then they really paid it off at the end of the season because you're like, oh, no, he is a fucking weasel, this bastard, dude. Let's blow his head off. Yeah, let's blow his head off. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they do a good job at, at casting these, like, these people. Tools, these dudes. yeah. Yeah, these, yeah these they really totally jerks. do. Because this guy has, like, one of the most punchable yeah. faces oh, like, man. you've ever seen in your he life. He is so punchable. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. It looks like... um. God damn it. I'm drawing a blank here, but it was a dude who was in um something catch fire, the show something catch fire. He was also the bad guy in Guardians of the Galaxy, the blue dude. Oh. Blue balls um, dude. Uh Lee Pace. He looks like Lee Pace a little oh, bit. Oh I he? see. I am kind of a little bit, dude. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Um, he, his, his, his head is longer. Yeah. Like stretched more. And We're really he reading looks, heads now, but he's he, like kind of his cousin. I, I see what cousin. you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. And he's really Weasley, and immediately you're like, I don't like this Bruce Maddox guy. He's a piece of yeah, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. First of all, he not once did he like, like, look, I don't like to smile. I hate smiling. But if I first meet somebody, I at least you know you, you crack the end of your lip just a little bit up. You're like, well, you know, hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, and then and then people are like, oh, this guy's cool. This guy's at least not a dick. But this guy, no smile. No smile. Mm-hmm. Right. And he, they meet and then they all go, the, the Admiral wants, I guess, a tour of the fucking ship. I don't know. And they, they get beamed up to the ship and the, it's funny. I hadn't seen this before. How many Admirals have we had on board? I guess that old dude, right? That. Not that many. Not yeah. that many, right? It, it's, it's, it's a little like the third. But, third, and, right, but, yeah. but I, but I would, I would venture that even the first two was the same guy twice. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You think. We've also had Admiral Bones, no? Oh yeah, he's technically yeah he technically was an admiral oh, yeah. Right. So, so, three, yeah so so yeah so he would be the third yeah for sure um right. well it's I was wondering because uh, they come into the bridge and like they come out and they walk out and then uh Picard like basically says like oh admiral on the bridge you know like yeah right 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 like. You think he did it because they're like, oh, these guys are so misbehaved. I better let them know, like the clients uh, on the you know on the floor, <laughs> uh, so they're not showing each other. Yeah, their dicks. yeah, it's a it's yeah. a bit like that, right? Measure it's like, guys, yeah, yeah, put the Nerf guns away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. 
Um, and so well, what's they funny ca- is that like you see no visible like change in behavior yeah. from no anyone. One goes, oh shit! No oh, fuck! I was yeah, no one even like <laughs> straightens up their posture <laughs> yeah. or anything. It's just yeah. like oh really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. It makes me think that this this isn't a fun place to work at. No one's <laughs> joking around. Dude. Well, I, I don't imagine Picard running a fun ship. Yeah, this, uh, you're right. Dude. No one's not. yelling to the wall and going, yeah. oh, "I fucking hate you! I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> Wow, that's that's an inside yeah. joke. <laughs> I I once did that to my to my supervisor. Yeah, um, look, but, but but he liked it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> Marvin went to like some HR training, and I don't know if this is true or not. I look. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'll explain. Okay, so okay. apparently, apparently, according to this HR video, if you go up to someone's face and point at him and say "fuck you." That is like being a meanie. That's a fireable offense, basically, or a write-up, uh, some sort of some sort yeah. of punishment, right? Yeah. If you go into a room in general and just yell it out to no one in particular, "fuck you," yeah, apparently that's fine. That's yeah. just someone venting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so so Ricardo was like, "Oh, loophole." So whenever he, <laughs> when his supervisor he, showed up, yeah, the supervisor showed up. He would just face the wall and he goes, "Fuck you, <laughs> I hate you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, I hate you." <laughs> uh, okay, uh, for those listening, I did not work with these guys no, who no, they're talking no. about. So when they tell these stories, they're often new to me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't and, take. Don't try this at your work. Yeah, I don't think this will work. No, uh, it only worked at our work because of very specific circumstances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't take our legal advice. Uh, yeah, yeah. More. I, I, and then I would do it like he had eventually moved into office next to us, and I would do it really loud so we'd hear. <laughs> there was a hole in the vents connecting our rooms yeah. and you could yell it through that hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and only he would hear, well, uh, probably other people would hear too. <laughs> but anyway, there's no one yelling in the bridge. Uh, fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Pick hard. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Pick hard. I fucking hate your guts, dude. I didn't shit. say it to you, sir. I was saying yeah, I didn't say it to you. I, I, if you notice, I was facing the wall when I said, it. <laughs> um, so this Weasley dude comes in and he f- immediately is eyeballing fucking data, dude. Immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's side eyeing him. He's looking at him like he's fucking like dinner, dude. And he's like, I can't wait to get fucking tease into that bad boy. Really good camera work where they're like yeah. following him and following data's gaze. It's really, it's really like setting the tone for what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so he's like he's like oh how is basically he inquires about data oh how, how are you doing and then you find you quickly find out that this dude was one of the dudes that didn't want to let uh, data into yeah. into Starfleet like he basically like yeah well like he submitted a report basically that said like no he's he shouldn't be admitted into yeah Starfleet. because there was data was the first of his kind to apply yeah and they had a council trying to determine what his eligibility being you know not just a new type of species but a new type of life in general yeah and he was the only one to dissent yeah he's a real piece of shit dude <laughs> um and immediately like he's now he's smiling when he's saying horrible things he's smiling dude yeah. Those are the people you got to watch out for, dude. Yeah. And uh, and immediately, what I like about this scene is that Riker, like, you, he feels, like, the tension. And immediately, Riker's, like, fucking up, dude. He's, like, yeah. up. Uh, his back doesn't hurt anymore. He's, like, fucking. He's, like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I'll fuck you up, dude. No matter my my back is broken, dude. I'll bane this shit, dude. Yeah. Um. And so, um, 
they go off and they're going to go talk and they all go to the conference room basically. And he, he talks about how like he's been studying the work of data's creator and Dr. Young or whatever his name was. Nunyan Sung. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the creator Cybernetics of Samsung. and positronic yeah. brains. Oh boy. Yeah. And yeah. Samsung TVs. And, <laughs> and I mean, Sung. Uh, and so he fucking, he's like, dude, I've been studying his fucking, his shit. I'm going to try to make more of these dudes. And I need to, you know, pop the hood, check what's inside and tinker, you know? And he basically breaks down like what he's going to do. Like, oh, do do this, then dump his memory into the hard drive and all this bullshit, like stuff that you don't need to know. But it's not really clear whether it'll affect data or not. He thinks it won't. Like he says, oh, no, it's going to be fine. Right. But, But this guy's never done this before with somebody like data. There's nobody like data before him. Or exactly. after, as far as I know. I don't know, dude. Maybe there's another fucking data that, like his brother, uh, maybe this is a lady data. You know? Um, <laughs> I mean, that's anyway. what Laura was supposed to be originally. Well, mm-hmm. Now we, well, especially now, we, we know that he doesn't need a lady data. He could just lady data anybody well, he yeah, likes. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's charmed. He's, he's charmed, charmed a woman before. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, also- um, so um, he basically data's like, nah, I don't want to do that, dude. I'm good. And even Picard's like, well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to do that. Like if, if it's anywhere near dangerous, like we can't do that shit, dude. And basically he, the Weasel League dude was fucking prepared, dude. He's like that idiot fucking FBI cop. That's like, yeah, I knew you were going to go. So I have a fucking presidential thing that lets me do whatever the fuck I want, dude. And he's like, he basically is like, oh, well, if you don't want to, if he doesn't want to submit to the, to the fucking surgery or whatever it's called, I don't know. What is it? Is call it, it an experiment. It's a probe. Yeah. They're going to probe him, dude. Put stuff in his yeah. butt. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, hey, well, if you don't want, if he doesn't want to do it and you don't want to like make him do it, then fuck that shit. I'll just take him. I'm going to transfer him to my unit and then I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oof. And immediately, I don't like this dude. And so then this, uh, then Picard calls the Admiral and the Admiral's like, dude, data is too important. Like the, the Starfleet has, has gotten really into what data is and, and what we can do. And mm-hmm. basically they can make like soldier robots, right? Like that's right. Who knows, dude? Like, look, I get this government is all nice and everything is like great. And everyone's living a beautiful life, quote unquote. But I don't like that. I don't like that. There's no chaos. You know, <laughs> and so Starfleet gives me the weird creeps, and and even though I like the show and I like what they're about and I like mm-hmm. the exploration, but there's something about it that that like reeks like the Empire. the Empire. Well, well, it's interesting because, um, as far as I understand it, the original show actually really wasn't this way. Like the original show, you know, people the the future was better ish. But mm-hmm. like there was tons of conflict still. Like yeah, you know, yeah. people had interpersonal conflict all the time. Yeah. There was political issues all the time, constantly. Like how many times is, does Riker have to save the Federation by whatever? Right? You know, so many times. Yeah, banging a hot chick in the fuck planet. <laughs> Sorry, I said Riker. I meant Riker. Riker. <laughs> oh, well, that too. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure it They're basically the same character at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, but like. What what happened is when by the time the next generation rolled around, this is actually something that Melinda Snodgrass postulated is that at this point, uh, Star Trek was being viewed as something that's like a really optimistic view of the future, right? Mm-hmm. And now Roddenberry was starting to think, oh, that's what people think of my series, my show. 
and I don't want to disappoint them. And that's what I want my legacy to be. So when he created TNG, mm-hmm. he had a mandate to all of the writers has said, hey, there's no interpersonal conflicts. Uh, everyone gets along in the future. Don't worry about it. In fact, this episode almost didn't happen because even though Maurice Hurley decided to have it on the slate, they still have to, she still had to have a meeting with Roddenberry. Ugh. And she was a huge Star Trek fan. So she was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. But then he told her, hey, the future doesn't have lawyers, by the way, because in the future, uh, there is no crime. And if someone does something criminal, we just reprogram them anyway. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's really weird. And like minority part. Pre-crack. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, Reading education. Yeah. yeah. So she basically then just said, uh, well, if we do that, there won't be an episode. So <laughs> um, obviously they convinced Roddenberry to make the episode happen anyway at some yeah. point. But I, I think that's why there's this weirdness to TNG that is kind of only in TNG. That's really? the interesting part. If we're, I mean, God willing, we will get to some of the other Star Trek series. Like DS9 is very different. Like DS9, like political conflict is at the core of DS9. Okay. Voyager begins with a massive civil war, you know? So like there's all sorts of things that happen. It's just TNG for, I think because of Roddenberry's influence, at at least the beginning is very sterile. Like everyone feels like, yeah, nothing's happening. Like don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Even though I hate you. Uh, (laughs) So so he, the the Admiral's like, yeah, they, they, that, the, the, Starfleet wants him, dude. So there's nothing you can do about it. Sorry, dude. We're gonna, we're gonna. It's a routine. We call this just a routine transfer, dude. We're gonna fucking pull that guy out of there, and uh, there's nothing you can do. It's good. So he hangs up, and he's very pissed, dude. Very pissed. And so uh, he calls in Data, and they have a meeting, and basically they're talking, and he's like, "Well, like you, you're gonna have to leave. Basically, you're gonna have to leave the the ship, or what do you say? Is it a ship?" Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a ship. Yeah, starship. Yeah. And so he, he brings up an interesting question because he like he's like, so the other option is like he's like, you either leave the ship or you can have the surgery. Those are the two options, period. And he says, Well, if Jordy's visor makes him see better than anybody's vision, we'll let them see. Mm-hmm. Then why is why doesn't Starfleet make it mandatory for everyone to get those surgeries so they can get a visor? And that immediately like like changes Picard. Like it no yeah. longer is it like a, well, those are the two options. He immediately calls, calls up uh, and says like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge this. I'm yeah. going to challenge. I really challenge. love the way Patrick Stewart acts in that reaction yeah. because he could, he could have easily just been like, Oh, okay. Data. Okay. I get it. But his initial reaction is almost one of anger. Yes. Like if you see his face, he's like, that'll be all data and like yeah. has like you couldn't almost tell he's because because i think it's human nature to not yeah. like being told you're wrong yeah but picard is willing to at least accept that he's wrong and then acts immediately on it right you know do you think he's mad at that or is he mad that like he didn't think of it like he didn't go through <laughs> that first you know like i think to me, to me it could be that's both what I, I would get mad like in my head when like i don't think of something and then someone suggests something easier mm-hmm. i get i don't get mad because they told me to do something the easy way I get mad because I wasn't clever enough to think it before they did. That's what I <laughs> well, get upset about. I, I do think it's probably a little bit of both because like, I think it's, it's also a very human reaction to be like, fuck. Yep. He, yep. he, he got me. Like, I, I yeah. don't even have a way to counter what he's saying. Like yeah. he's totally that's, right. That's the, the primary vibe I get from the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and I love that, that he made that choice yeah. where it's just like, totally. it, it feels really honest compared yeah. to like, if it was like a cheaper show, it could have just been like, 
oh, Data, you're right. And, you know, yeah, but yeah. I, I, I like that Picard. Yeah. You would have been like, hello, do you want some tea <laughs> with my and friend the transporter? He, yeah. And, he, and he's not like a perfect yeah. arbiter of what's going. Like if, if you're, if you're viewing this as like an episode of like a lawyer show yeah. or like a law show, he's the character who is Boston the main legal. character. Yeah. Like a Boston legal or, the, or, the, or the practice, you know, he's law the main order. character who is like, can see both ways of what's going on. And, and like, he actually started off the conversation by saying, Murphy's oh, law. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, he's it's just it's just I, I like that he's written that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so sorry, he doesn't challenge it right away. He starts looking up all like like basically he starts researching mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like tr- the like transfers of officers. He starts looking at all the rules and regulations of of transferring a person and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then finally he he marches into uh that lady's uh, Dubois, whatever his fucking name is, <laughs> Dubois' uh, office, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't, I can't make any anything of this shit. This is bullshit." But I'm gonna challenge fucking uh, this transfer, and I say, "Fuck you." He didn't say "fuck you" because it's a T, <laughs> but you could see the the intensity in Picard's uh, face when he's talking. Right, right. It's funny because I, I I play the episode muted, uh-huh. and it's very intense. Like you, he's, yeah, he's yeah. giving you a, a ten intensity. Well, well, also at this point, he's not even trying to dispute it. He's just trying to be like, I don't understand how to even make sense of these regulations. Yeah. They're so convoluted. Yeah. So you tell me. So he's actually going to her begrudgingly to ask for advice. Yeah. Even, right. And they and they well established earlier that you know she kind of hates her. Yeah. So it makes for a really interesting conflict that he has to like come to her for help. Yeah. Despite the fact that something went wrong between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a scene where I'm trying to figure, find the scene and he, she basically, so, so he comes to her basically for help and he, ugh, he's like, I don't, I, I need your help. Um, and he's, and she said, he says, she says, Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I appreciate that you came to me for help. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Picard says, I'm trying to find the, the actual scene. Right. He's, Oh, he said the word trust is not in your vocabulary. Is it? He's like, good try. Eight out of ten, or something like eight out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that quote. I love that. Snarky and great. I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's not something Picard no actually says really often. Something like that. Oh, not at all. And I love that. (laughs) I love how snarky it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, and then you have a scene with Data and and uh, and Jordy, and Data gives Jordy his Sherlock Holmes pipe, and he he's he's having a real sentimental few scenes that 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 come about in the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gives Jordy the pipe and then he goes to his quarters and he starts packing all this stuff. And you're like, Oh, he's packing to move over to this new assignment. You know, no, he's station. actually packing to resign. If I'm not, yeah, well, you don't yeah. know that. You yet, don't know though. that. You don't know that. Though. Yeah. It looks like okay. he's getting ready yeah. to transfer. Like yeah. that's what I love. Cause that's, cause that's one of the scenes that wasn't in the original episode is that oh, there really? wasn't the, yeah, there wasn't the scene of um him talking to Jordy. And telling, oh. and so that that scene's supposed to foreshadow a little bit, like, well, what's life outside of yeah, Starfleet? Yeah, yeah. And then where, so and then that sets up the twist here, where he tells Maddox, "You can't do what you want to do." Yeah. Wait, hold on, just for a, a very quick second, I want to rewind back to the scene that Picard and uh, Philippa just had. Mm-hmm. There's a moment in that in that exchange where she says, "All this passion over a machine." Yeah. And she yeah. and she like kind of has like a Pulaski sort of like bemused look on her yeah, face. Yeah. It's like like really you're getting all worked up over like a like this, yeah. this thing. Yeah. And yeah. and like Picard's just like, "Don't start." Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 
Well, I, love, I, I love that he just he's just like i don't have i don't have time for this game like just don't start yeah, but, this but is like very he, important he, to me yeah he <laughs> dismisses it and makes it very clear how important it is to him so so quickly and so forcefully that you actually see it in like it's props to uh her performance here where like she actually kind of like notices yeah everyone's being, yeah everyone's and, doing a great job yeah, and like okay. it, it's like the first indication for her it's like wait a minute like this is kind of a big deal and like yeah. Cause this is a, this is an arc for her too, where right, she right. kind of like approaches this from like, well, of course he's a, of course he's property. He's an Android. He's a robot. Like, yeah. yeah. And a story. That's and then, I love. every character had an arc in this episode. That's really yeah, it's cool. Good. <laughs> it's good. I think it's great. Yeah. Sorry. Eight, eight for effort. Um, <laughs> eight out of 10. <laughs> um, so it then. All <laughs> oh, right, nine, yo, nine out of ten for effort. Um, yeah. Was it nine? I was way mm-hmm. off, dude. Uh, <laughs> You're only so, off by one. It's well, fine. You know, it's like I'm, it's like how seventies only won one off of sixty nine. You know, it's not yeah, that dude. That's fine. I can always spot a sixty nine. <laughs> um, and then so you have him packing his shit, dude, and he packs some metals, and then he packs this like what I only assume is like um I don't know what it is. It's it's like a like a hologram, but is it is it like because it's not on where it's on the where he had it on the mantle, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not on all the time. He like turns it on, and it's it's a hologram of Lieutenant Yara, yeah, and his his long his you know the the woman he banged basically um, lost his virginity too. Yeah, 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 basically. And um, and so he has all these things: his medals, a book Picard gave him, and what would you call the hologram thing? Is it a is it kind of like a picture thing? Because no, because there's. Picture I think it's prints. like a. I think it's like a picture. Essentially, it's essentially the future version of a picture that you pull up to look at, sort of thing. Like on your phone, you're like, oh, I, I want to so. take a look at that picture. It'll yeah. it'll be there instead, you know. I, I and, and I'm pretty sure it's just the same asset they used um, in the episode where she passed away, where they had a hologram of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet you it's just the same asset. They just repurposed it for for that yeah, uh, yeah, portion yeah. there. So yeah, and so. Then you have uh, the Weasley dude, uh, Tim Burton, or whatever his name is, uh, and and he comes he, he comes in and he just starts rifling through his shit, dude. Like, like that makes just, that makes Data Edward Scissorhands. Well, and that that actually kind of works. <laughs> and, uh, and so so Tim Burton's like he he just comes in and doesn't knock, dude. He just fucking comes in, yeah, and he looks through his shit, and he he starts reading a passage from the book, and um. And Data, you don't see Data get angry mm-hmm. too often, but like he definitely gets snarky with him. But I don't know. I I, I sense a little anger, maybe. But this is like, as close as he can get to yeah, being outright yeah, angry. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, hey, isn't it customary for people to unlock when they come to somebody's personal quarters? And uh, yeah, and he basically has this exchange with uh, this Weasley man, Tim Burton, where they're talking. <laughs> like he's he's trying to convince him to have a surgery, and, and uh-huh. he's like. I'm not, and how it ends, how the scene ends is by basically saying, you're not going to do surgery on me because I fucking quit. Yeah. And I love that. I love that he was like, no, no, I'll, I'd rather fucking die than see you fucking (laughs) experiment on me. I'll burn myself just so you don't get my body. Uh, And I love that. I love that. That's, that's personality. That's, I mean, we eventually get to what essence of a human is, but like, or what it's, or what we think it is, but right. But that is it. Like the, to me, like rage is like 
a big thing of humanity. <laughs> the fact that you're like, well, fuck you, dude. I will fucking burn this thing down. Dude. I'm like, he's human. He's human. I will burn this down, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're not giving enough credit to to Data, like totally burning uh, Maddox's ass over like how much of a huge like charlatan he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just lays in and it's like, yo, you don't understand this shit. Yeah, you don't yeah, understand yeah. memory. Yeah. You're gonna lose everything that makes me cool. Yeah. yeah, it was it was great that in that the conference meeting, he while Maddox is right next to him, he was just like, "Yeah, he doesn't know shit." About yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a piece of shit, and look, he's wearing blue. He, uh, he starts off the yeah. first description all, of him we're is all wearing he, red, he, <laughs> yellow. The sky blue. Uh, his and, first description of him was like he is his very basic understanding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is the most shade data's ever thrown. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. Oh and, man! And also, like the the conversation was about basically he's like, look, you're gonna take my memories and then put them back, but I I won't. You won't give me the shade of blue. Basically, you know I mean, like like mm. memories won't have detail basically when he gets them back the context of the context yeah 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 yeah. like yeah that's a blue but what shade of blue is it meaning what what's the emotion behind that memory or you know what was i feeling at the time and stuff right right by the way if i mention something to you guys Mm -hmm. can you see it and you're like when you like if i said oh um, you mean can you can you visualize like yeah like if i said a, a, a double double from in and out do you yeah. guys see it? Yeah, I, I think I know where you're going because uh, Sarah recently discovered that there are some people who actually can't visualize things like mentally when they are told to like visualize a beach. My wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. So yeah. she's actually that's actually very rare. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you guys could visualize it. Yeah, I could visualize yeah, a double. I can double. think of a double double. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I could see like oh, there's I would get it with the. The With animal like, style, yeah. no pickles, no tomatoes. I'd have to chop chilies. Yeah, that's exactly how I get it, dude. Oh, uh, for people who aren't nah, you from, you gotta uh, get grilled onions and then add raw onions back in there with them. <laughs> oh, oh really? that's what you like. That's what you like. Yeah, that's you good. like that. Yeah, I don't like really? the raw onions. So I actually like just the grilled. By the so. way, for people who aren't from California or Nevada, um, <laughs> In and Out's like the, a famous like burger place that only exists. Yeah, on and the we're coast. we're insufferable about it. We know. Yes. Yes. Look, I just oh. mentioned it. <laughs> It's better as, than as a memory guys. thing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the Weasley dude goes to uh, the Jag lady, mm. and they're arguing. And basically, the 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 Weasley fucking Tim Burton guy mm. <laughs> is like, "Look, he basically says, I'm gonna have him whether you want him or not, whether you want to or not. I'm gonna fucking yeah, take he's him.' He's such an asshole. Yeah. Wow, like it's it's kind of yeah amazing. <laughs> but he basically says he can't he can't resign. You yeah. can't resign. And that is fucked up because uh, there's there's a lot of theories that I have, but once we get to the cor- the quote unquote courtroom, but he basically says, uh, I'm going to challenge it. And like, uh, so he's challenging the, the, the challenge, you know, like it's really yeah, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, there's regulations here. And basically what he states is like, oh, he's just a computer. He's a computer and he's property of, of Starfleet yeah. and we own him and he can't quit. So the analogy he, quits, he makes is if he was like a metal box, you wouldn't be having this conversation Yeah, because yeah. he genuinely believes he's like a, basically just a box. Just yeah. looks I like think- a human. I think the I think the analogy that hits closest to home for for Philippa is like can a computer refuse yeah. to have maintenance or like other shit done to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes fair point and that's what almost convinces her completely. 
just that yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a scene where like they're, they're, you know, giving a data presence cause he's going away cause he's, he's resigned. Yeah. And, uh, it's really, f- it's a funny, it's, there's some funny stuff in there. He gets a book from, from, uh, Worf. Um, it's a cute scene. A cute yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, it is. And you have a good scene with him and, and Polanski. Mm-hmm. Polanski? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Ron Polanski. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> they, they they have a scene I'm they not reacting like, anymore yeah, yeah. And that's just they, her name now yeah and they have a scene and it's really cool and like they're they're talking and Data notices like out of the corners of his eye he notices Jordy and he goes to talk to him and basically Jordy's like bummed out that he's leaving you know yeah yeah he's um, losing his best friend yeah yeah it's interesting how so that so there's two things it's really interesting so all of this is cut out of the original really yeah, yeah this is in the original yeah that's what sucks all that Wait, shows up i think they show you a bit of his like farewell party but there's way more of it there's, yeah there's way less but like so the, so the context they cut out is that there is no original scene before this where he gives jordy the pipe so that makes oh, a great yeah. contrast with this scene where he's talking to jordy now because when jordy jordy he gives jordy the pipe he goes Jordy's like kind of casual about it. He's like, we're each other. we're still in Starfleet. We're fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, Starfleet's a family, he said. Yeah. So that really puts into perspective how Jordy sees everything. The fact that True. he's leaving Starfleet makes is like devastating to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause like you- he he's not just going to like another like uh sector of the same family. He's leaving the family. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that was cut out is the conversation with Pulaski, which I think was great because it shows the character growth for that fucking character. Like yeah, Pulaski true, true. is like, Hey, I want to give you advice. Cause, cause they bonded over the aging episode. Yeah. And now she's like, I think I might still think you're a machine, but I want to do all this stuff for you. Cause you know, cause you're a cool guy. You help. Yeah. Me yeah she's treating yeah. him more like a person. Yeah. It's yeah. great. You wouldn't, give, you wouldn't give a machine advice. Yeah. I'm, I'm really sad that that was cut from the broadcast. Yeah. Um, so anyway, continue. Sorry. So then, uh, you have a, a scene where then the Weasley dude, Tim Burton shows up and he, yeah. Also that wasn't in the broadcast. Really? Yeah. And there's even also a good bit between, uh, Riker and, and Deanna that like waxing oh, yeah. philosophic yeah. yeah, about what's going on. And it's yeah. also an explicit, like, uh, it gives some explicit detail as to how Deanna feel like her sensing of yeah, emotions yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And what she feels from data specifically, she says she feels nothing, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. But yeah. but she says, but there's lots of life forms where I don't feel anything. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, so, but so, then she also starts to be like, well, I mean, you know, maybe they're like right. Venom, yeah. We're just like, all of this is pretend <laughs> and, you know, we're all just fooling ourselves. And yeah. then Riker's like, maybe that's good enough, man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, it doesn't matter. You know, he, he basically brings up the Turing test, like right yeah, yeah. here. If if we're once can, you can't tell the difference, what's the point? Yeah, what is the point if they can't tell the difference? Yeah, if, if the, you can yeah. fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not no, that's not good. There's too many things we can. I know. Fuck. I know. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to get through this episode without mentioning Westworld, but <laughs> yeah. we we're approaching that sort of topic. Yeah, it, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Westworld 
just just dives right into that. Yeah, yeah exactly. First. <laughs> it, 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 Westworld knows that that's what we would do, dude. Like immediately, we're like, can we kill him and can we fuck him? <laughs> yeah this this is how not to be Westworld. The, yes. the, the episode. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so then uh, the old Tim Burton walks in. and He's like, hey, fuck you guys. Uh, in, in in with a look, and he's like, yeah. He's like, so what are you gonna do after you leave here when you when you're when you because you've you've resigned? And he's like, oh, I I think I'm gonna become a teacher. And he he's like, oh my my star people here. I've done pretty good with my star people here. And he and he touches old fucking Wesley. And yeah, I'm thinking, no, dude, that's not a good idea, dude. <laughs> he's trying, he's trying to kill so many people, dude. Like this guy's a war criminal. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be saying my star pupil's Hitler. You know what I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't say that. <laughs> you would just keep your mouth shit. And like, yeah, I've taught a lot of kids, dude. Uh, he may have, may may have been in my class once. Yeah, may, he was, may have showed uh, up. He was very quiet. I yeah. never talked to him. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that great. I didn't know he was going to grow up to be that person. This is what he should have said. Oh, but no. no. And then and then the Weasley guy goes, I have a better idea. Oh, you should be a fucking uh, in a carnival freak show or some bullshit like that. Yeah, be a human. Uh, like a road child attraction. Be yeah. a human encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately Worf's like, I'm, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, Worf <laughs> yeah. is like, I'm about to beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great little moment for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Riker's oh, got to go, calm down, dude. Calm down. Fucking dude. love war. Yeah, stand down, dude. <laughs> and so you have the scene where Riker gets called right after that. Uh, he gets yeah. called into uh, to go see uh, Picard and Dr. Shivago, Dr. Lawyer, whatever her name is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Shivago, I like that. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's go. So, yeah. Lawyer Shivago, and she's like, <laughs> I guess she's French, dude. Uh, anyway, so she's Close like, enough. hey, yeah. European. Yeah. Basically, he said, Marshall Shivago. Yeah. Basically, she says, I will, she will serve as the judge, and that since this base is barely new and they don't have a lot of things and it's in, at the edge of nowhere, basically, Picard is a senior officer, so he has to be the defendant, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have to make fucking Riker, dude. Yeah. Riker. That was a plot twist for me. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? They're going to go head to head? No. It's this fucking is wrong, sick. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And so Riker has to be the prosecutor in this thing. Yeah. And Riker's like, no, bro. I'm out, dude. Uh, <laughs> and she's basically like, okay, then if you say no, then he he basically dies then. Yeah, my, my previous uh, order stands and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's yeah. going to go. He's going, he's, he's not going to be let go. He can't resign. So step up and lose coward. Yeah. Yeah. And he, <laughs> well, he basically says like, I records like, I can't do this. Cause not only have I served with him and, and not only like, am I against what this is? I can't, um, he, first of all, he's against it. Second of yeah, all, he's yes. like, he's my friend. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up, dude. Yeah. Um, so when I first watched this episode back in the day, I was like, oh, you know, they just came up with a contrivance to have the drama happen. Mm-hmm. It turns out this is actually how naval jags work. Really? If you're, really? If you're like adrift or something, right? Yeah. And you have to have like a naval, like criminal, like court martial. If there's no other attorneys present, it has to be the captain and his first mate. And the captain <laughs> has to always be the defense. And the first mate has to always be the prosecution. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, what so an interesting this, set of rules that were probably invented a very long time ago and yeah. never changed. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it makes when, the contrivance of this episode yeah. completely cool. Like back it, in the old days, that, when that they is had, interesting. Uh, good, when good. They had good music, 
like that. That plays during the court trial. Yeah, yeah. How do you plead? And he's like, I plead in the mood. You're gonna take a sonic shower right here. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna go, I might as well go clean. Yeah. Um. So she's like, all right. So Riker, you gotta, and and she's like, hey, if you fucking mail this in, like, if you. Is it mailing it in? Is that the same? Phoning it in. Phoning, Phoning it, in. it in. Man, I yeah. went old time. Ma- mail- mailing, mailing was like back in the 1850s. Yeah. Mailing takes a lot of effort. <laughs> it does. It, That's true. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to mail some stuff back and I'm like, ah, fuck, is it worth it just exactly. to not do it? <laughs> Uh, very good very so good. so then Riker was like oh fuck dude I'm so fucked dude and she's like look if you, <laughs> if you phone it in mail it in telegraph it in <laughs> I like the idea just, Riker just muttering in front of everyone oh I'm so fucked <laughs> so fucked <laughs> so fucked uh, and so they, they and so basically he's, he's like uh, there's this weird look that that Riker gives Picard, like, like, are you fucking, are you fucking serious, dude? We're gonna fucking do this? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, all right, fuck it, I'll I'll get ready, dude. And he yeah. he he bails. And then you have a scene where uh, basically uh, Data comes over and he's like, I don't know, I guess he's gonna say goodbye to him. I don't know if he knows that he, that the thing's off or I don't know what's going on, but basically uh, he tells uh, Data that hey, I've challenged the ruling. And I'm going to defend you, basically. He tells yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And and then instead of going and preparing and being like, oh, yeah. I should prepare for this thing. <laughs> this motherfucker goes and, and, and like, goes to fence. Okay. Oh, fucking oh, okay. bitch ass move, dude. <laughs> so that's one of the one of the few things that I think uh, that were cut that I think made sense to have cut. Yeah. <laughs> the fencing scene. They would have put himself, he could have, they could have put <laughs> literally him measuring his dick. And I would have been like, that makes sense, dude. Like, he's like, gotta get confidence, dude. Let me measure my dick. Measure my dick. Cool. Now we can go in there. But no, fucking fencing, dude. Bullshit, dude. <laughs> so, so it's because it's, it, it, the whole scene's a little botched. It's because originally she wanted the very direct metaphor of Riker and Picard fencing. Uh, sure. It, and it, I'm kind of glad that's not the scene they shot because that would have been really corny. I think. Sure. Like, I think. I think it's just too direct a metaphor. Yeah. And honestly, potentially one of the scenes that could have been cut because I kind of like the idea of after their meeting with with the Jag Lady that they never see each other again till court. That's kind of interesting. But this that scene is. it makes the scene so that oh he visited him while he was fencing for some reason. It also makes it look like Picard's dicking around. Yeah, that, that's the weirdest part to me. It's like, it looks yeah. like Picard isn't taking this seriously at all. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, I, I think the only reason why they didn't have him fence Riker is because uh, Patrick Stewart is a stage actor and knows how to actually stage fence. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think uh, Jonathan Frakes did. So no. that's the only reason I can think of why they didn't just shoot like, it as written. And fencing, <laughs> like what, like fencing in any sort of like competent way is probably killer on your back. Yeah, so it's. I don't think Riker could have contorted his spine in the ways Picard is doing in this scene. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have. Maybe that's what actually happened. Like maybe like they were willing to teach John the Frakes, and he was like, "You guys know I have a back problem." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. Well, anyway, I think that's the honestly the only scene that probably should have stayed cut. Like the main point of the scene, though, is that 
uh, Riker's coming to make a, like, kind of declare to Picard, like, all right, just to let you know, FYI, I'm not holding back. I'm going to do everything in my power to win. Yeah. Right. I think we already got that sense. Yeah. From the previous scene. I think, I think the, the previous scene was more of a, like, you are required to do this, but they, like, it's, it's very slightly different, but unnecessary because it's so slightly different. Yeah. And then it, especially in the context of Picard is fencing. Yeah. <laughs> when No, no, no. I do agree what? with you. This yeah. scene could have could have been cut out. It yeah. could have also and like was. I get I get what they're going for. Like, look, I did a couple of years of boxing when I was a kid and mm-hmm. when when you would finally be like, "Okay, I'm I'm going to spar with this person who's my friend who I who I train with." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, "Cool. I'm going to fucking try to fucking rip your head off." <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. That like yeah, I did kendo for a couple of years and, yeah. you know, the person you train with comes to tournament. I meet yeah. you in tournament. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to lose to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to beat yeah. you. And so. and basically it's like, look, we're in a shit situation. We shouldn't be fighting because we're friends, but I'm going to fuck you up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I totally get what you mean. I played badminton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, no joke though. Badman can get intense. Oh yeah. I know. Yeah, I've dude. seen it. Yeah. Especially I've the fans, it. dude. I've seen it. Fucking yeah, seen man. It. So then, uh, fucking Riker's going in there and he's taking it serious. He's studying and he's like bringing up all the information that the computer has on fucking data mm-hmm. while Picard's over there fucking fencing and taking a shower. <laughs> oh, I'm so, I got so much time to leisurely just fucking I'm a captain. Work out. I don't need to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Although they do eventually have that scene where he's talking with Data and he's yeah. trying to figure shit out. And Riker's like looking at all this information and he's even drinking like, I don't know, what is it, milk that he's drinking? It's like chocolate milk or something. I don't yeah, know. he's like, well, I think powers me up like Nesquik. Nothing gets nah, me fucking Riker strikes me as an oval yeah. teen man. <laughs> yeah. I no, wish no, no, he had Carnation I, uh, instant breakfast. <laughs> I wish he had a milk mustache yeah. now when he was drinking <laughs> while he's like thinking seriously well, in think a milk mustache in the future. Yeah. Like everybody, like, like he's, uh, he's on the job. He can't like, it's probably uh, chocolate milk is a future's fucking monster energy drink. He's like, <laughs> fuck, gotta unleash the beast, man. <laughs> Takes like, a swig of you. Um, I mean, they already make all sorts of like dubiously chocolate flavored protein drinks and all yeah. this other stuff yeah, that's yeah, supposed yeah, to be like yeah. a meal replacement and all yeah. that other oh, stuff. It's, like, it's, so. like a ch- it's a chocolate monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gross. <laughs> so then um, you have the actual court, like the courtroom drama part of the episode and, you know, they they yeah. they bring oh, up one thing i want to quick th- that scene where up. you know he was talking with data before yeah. and the, like they just it's like a just a small scene that was also cut um from the original as no well. way yeah so that that just that little scene so actually in the original episode you saw zero prep you only saw Riker prepping oh wow so, so picard just went straight to the trial <laughs> oh fuck dude so lazy bastard. <laughs> I do like so, how that scene kind of illustrates a difficulty that Picard has because it's like even data when he states facts plainly does not help his own case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do really like that scene in general. Yeah, because because I think the broadcast version makes it. It's a little weird because it looks like Picard doesn't prepare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. And yeah. data just went with him, and then because there's a scene before that where Picard tells data, "I'm going to represent you," right? But mm-hmm. we already knew that. Like, yeah, so, right. <laughs> so we didn't need the scene again after the commercial break explaining. So I, when I was having seen the extended version, I was like, oh, that was a waste of the broadcast version. Why didn't yeah. you just cut that scene out 
put the fucking scene where he's working with data to figure out the case. That makes more sense to me, but I, I don't, don't know. know why they didn't have fucking Sam Jackson in here yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I killed him and I hope he burns in hell. Uh, God damn it, dude. Just Sam Jackson in a courtroom drama. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Sam um, Jackson yelling in a movie. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Here's the thing is that like, there's other actors, there's Al Pacino and you're like, Oh, uh, you know, like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Dude. Here's Al Pacino doing his shit, dude. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then De Niro, you know, like the face. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. And then, yeah, and, yeah. But, but never have I been like, Oh fuck. Here's Sam Jackson phoning it in. I've always been like, Fuck yeah. No matter what it is. I'm like, I never get tired of Sam Jackson just fucking yelling at people. Never. <laughs> never have I once. Well, and I also don't think he wants to ever phone it in. He doesn't no, seem like no. a type of it, actor. They're like, yeah. hey, you want to do like a, just bring it down like a three? And he's like, no. Well, I have his fucking 10, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> Roll the cameras. <laughs> so, the, mo- the closest I've seen him to phoning it in is maybe like when he's playing a cameo as, as, um, uh, fucking Eyepatch Man. What's his name? Uh, Oh, even, oh, yeah, Nick I guess Fury. so. Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, Nick Fury, when he, like, just, when it's like a cameo, like, he just shows up in, like, an end credit scene or something, and is not yeah. even, like, a real character in a movie, you know? They usually yeah. like, hello, I'm here. Well, they won't make him yell. They'll just make him swear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you have, you have, um... There's there's fucking Riker's like all in, dude. He's like he's like all right. Uh, and and when he goes and he introduces him, like he's like I would like to bring up uh, data commander. What is it, commander data? Is yeah, commander, commander data. Yeah, he's a commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 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 Lieutenant he, commander, I think. Yeah, and he he puts his hand in the thing, like he's basically swearing in without the swearing in part. It's like this right. computer that's reading out like who he, who this guy is, and they're reading out. And Riker's like, "Oh, we can pa- we can like skip this shit. Like, we I know who he is. Like, we don't. Have, we, the computer doesn't have to confirm who this guy is." And and Luke Picard's like, "No, haven't finished reading it." And he re- like he the computer reads all these commendations and stuff. And then yeah. um, Riker brings up a couple points. One is that like he's like who how who created you and like you know dr blah blah the samson guy he created me maybe in his lab and and he's like no no but what is the samson guy and he's like what do you mean and, he, and he's like oh he was a man basically like a man made me and mm-hmm. again the counter argument is like man um, quote unquote man makes children i mean like yeah hum- all, humans, all humans are made by other by, humans by the humans correct True. correct yeah. correct uh literally you know so it's like uh it's a it's a it's a weird argument but then he, what he does is he takes his arm off and he's talking about his arm like he's basically take he basically took him apart like you would a computer like oh look i took out a graphics card or something yeah, yeah. right before he does that like because he, he, he asks him. well also he asks the the um the jag lady permission to remove his arm and then there's this this is like my favorite part of riker's whole spiel is picard's reaction so i pulled that as a clip here That's a request to be allowed to remove the commander's hand for your inspection. Objection. Doesn't matter. Objection withdrawn. Yeah, Picard realizes he has no case yeah, to counter yeah. what he's saying. And it's yeah. kind of devastating because <laughs> yeah. Riker is destroying him in court, yeah. basically, yeah. in his first cross. So he has, he has, uh, he does the, who made you a man? And then he has, uh, Dita bend like a, a rebar, you know, like a, a, a futuristic rebar. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, just yeah. folds it and like nothing. And then he, he takes his hand and he shows her what he's made of. He's like, and then at one point, even like 
Picard goes like, well, there's people that are really strong. Like you can't base it on fucking strength, you know? Right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then, but then he says, can you turn off a man? Basically, like you can turn off mm-hmm. a, a machine, a computer, and he turns off data because, because basically, what he had seen in the logs is how to turn off data. Yeah, I, that they, I think he found the off button. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I guess is just nicely detailed in these logs and available for anyone to peruse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, also coincidentally, the the button for the orgasm is the same button for like right <laughs> next to the button for like shutting down. So. <laughs> Gotta be Oof. careful. Yeah. yeah, gotta be careful, yeah. dude. The only and way, then, like, he could have found the button because he told Beverly Crusher in secret is that Beverly then betrayed him immediately yep. and put, put the schematics. <laughs> he, he's like, you know, I'm gonna upload it to the internet. <laughs> the computer. She's the the what is it? Is it Paula Poundstone? Pon, Pon, who's the Paula girl that read it? Uh, who's the girl that read it out? Monica Lewinsky. Paula Poundstone's uh, an actor. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy i'm i'm sorry paul uh who is who is the girl who so like monica lewinsky oh i have no idea yeah. so like monica lewinsky, monica lewinsky uh told like look she did what she did with the president she was right. doing the lord's work and <laughs> she was she goes and she says she goes to her friend and goes dude oh, can you no. believe this happened how crazy is this dude and she goes and tells her friend and her friend a records it Oh, B, it was recorded. I never yeah. knew that. And immediately oh. goes and tells, like, releases it and stuff. And that's fucked. What yeah, a shitty yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Paula um, Jones was her Paula name. Paula Jones. That's it. I, Paula is a horrible name, dude. Um, Paula. I'm Pound sorry. Jones. If your name is Paula, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> These people besmirched your fucking name. I apologize. Oh, that's um, fucked. What a shitty yeah. friend. Wow. And so, anyway, this is, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, this is what this is this is what happened with 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 Beverly Crusher. She's the goddamn Paula Jones. She, Tina's like, this is how you turn me off, and she's like, cool. I just recorded that, uploaded it to the internet. Well, now uh, I'm really turned off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then, so then, um, so Nailed then you it. have this scene where basically Riker fucking mops the floor. Yeah, well, he his fucking, last line is devastating yeah. because. It's a callback to the first episode. He That's says, true. Yeah. He says, I don't forget the exact line, but he says like, uh, Pinocchio is broken, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And his the strings are cut. His strings yeah. are cut. It, it's such a good callback. Like yeah. I, that's one thing I like about this episode is that there's a lot of like understanding of character history and they build yeah. on it. For yeah. A there's lot continuity. Of stuff. They, they like, call yeah, back. That Stargazer incident in there. Yeah. There's they a lot back of stuff. The fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's not just a callback. It's a, important part of yeah. data as a character he's like who's this lady he's like a banger <laughs> <laughs> and then they told paula and she fucking told everybody <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right so then you have fucking tim burton fucking smirking dude and uh yeah and then at the in this fucking angle where he's smirking in the scene i'm like this guy looks like fucking anthony perkins dude and i don't <laughs> like it dude mm, mm, anthony mm. perkins like a motherfucker um yeah and so so yeah Dave, i would agree that I, I think yeah he's got that right. look yeah 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 and yeah, so sure. you you see that picard's like devastated he's like oh fuck dude i shouldn't have gone fencing dude shit <laughs> Well, Riker's devastated too. Riker yeah, sits like, down well, as and soon he's as he like, sits down, he, he like you can see yeah. how conflicted and upset he is over what a good job yeah, he's done. He's like, I did a great job, but oh fuck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and so, oh, I discovered something interesting here. So the next scene is him talking to Kaylin you know, at the bar 
Um, Guinan. Huh? Guinan. Guinan. Shit, dude. Uh, She's talking to. She's talking to Guinan. And she's like, of course, she's going to give him advice. Uh, We've seen her give advice before. Right. But she puts down a coffee, dude, or soda. I can't tell. It's a dark, liquidy (laughs) substance. I don't think it's soda because it's not fizzing. It's got to be coffee, dude. But he doesn't really drink it, I think. So we'll forgive him, dude. You didn't go with the tea. (laughs) Unless Earl Grey tea is really dark. Oh, I can't. It's black tea. So, oh, okay. Maybe it could it be tea. Yeah, tea. It, could, but anyway, it could be tea. They're talking, and he's basically like, Oh, he does take a swig out of it. I'm just looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what pumps him up, dude. Um, so, anyway, he's talking to her, and basically, I, I guess this is what her the purpose of her character is where she gives advice without giving advice. Like, mm-hmm, she right. guides people, right, to, to the right answer or the conclusion. Yeah. She's Wilson. And yeah, yeah. She's Tim the Toolman Taylor. And then, so she. She, <laughs> no, Picard is Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, arr, 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 arr. Uh, and so, so, so he he's he's like, oh, I got this problem. He's like, she's like, what's wrong? He's like, I went I went fencing. <laughs> I should have been preparing for this case, and I went fencing instead. I went fencing with my friend Tim. And he's like, it sucks because. Tim fucking sucks. And I didn't even get a good workout. And so he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to lose this case. And basically she basically starts talking about, and she basically guides him to the conclusion that like, well, if this guy's going to make more robots and then they're going to just send them out to do their bidding and not give them freedom. Basically she guides him to the fact that this is slavery. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think this is, this is okay. So I pulled the clip. Because this is actually my favorite scene in the entire episode, actually. Really? Yeah. Um, the coffee and, scene. <laughs> and I, it's for several reasons. There's a lot going on in general simultaneously just between the two characters. And I think also because I think I honestly think these are the two best actors in the show. <laughs> I think I think Patrick Stewart. Dude, T-Bag's in the show, dude. <laughs> no, he's gone. He's gone. Okay, he's okay. not coming back. Okay. Uh, but I, I honestly think Patrick Stewart and Guinan, whenever they talk, they're fantastic, and this is a, this is an example of that. He's proved his value to you. In ways that I cannot even begin to calculate. And they're talking about data here, obviously. Right. And now he's about to be ruled the property of Starfleet. That should increase his value. In what way? Consider that in the history of many worlds, there have always been disposable creatures. They do the dirty work. They do the work that no one else wants to do because it's too difficult or too hazardous. And an army of data's all disposable. Here's their leader. You don't have to think about their welfare. You don't think about how they feel. Whole generations of disposable people. talking about slavery. I think that's a little harsh. I don't think that's a little harsh. I think that's the truth. So there's several things going on to me, at least. So, so one is that obviously they're, they're having a great acting scene in general. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's also a scene that could have only happened between Picard and Guinan because Guinan's black. And I think it wouldn't have made sense any other way. And to me, this is where you kind of lose all of the fears that Guinan is like a magical black Negro character. Because to me, the 
a, ma- a magical black Negro character just supports a main character, gives him advice and magically moves on, right? Yeah. But to me, the fact that she is black makes this conversation integral. Like mm. it wouldn't really work correctly if he wasn't talking to a black person and she wasn't just bringing it up as though it's just part of something she understands as having natively happened so many times before. So that's what I really love about that scene, especially with, you know, Star Trek is so sterile sometimes, like you were saying before, and it's often like unwilling to like directly address things that happened in our world, you know, or our timeline, I should say. And the fact that they're willing to just completely bring up that, Hey, America, used to have a bunch of slaves. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I think it's great. I think that this, this, the, the fact that the show is willing to directly use that, not just as a talking, but it's basically the crux of his entire argument. And yeah. they did it with Whoopi Goldberg. You know, it's not, uh, two white people just saying, well, isn't that slavery? It's basically a black person telling, like, she, the, he couldn't come to that. He basically didn't come to that conclusion on his own. He needed, like, an outside perspective outside of his own personal experience yeah and i i i think it's great it's my favorite scene i would say that the only complicating factor is that gynan herself like in world is not right he's she's an alien yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's not supposed to be like a black person per se right but but it's 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 she's an alien she's an alien well, are you spoiling something, dude? God damn it! Dan. I guess I guess you don't know for sure yet. Uh, well, um, I mean, like up up till now, she has been painted as a completely mysterious character. You don't right, know right, what right. or who she is. Right, like, she right. could be literally anything. Right. Um, but except, uh, except like a Gungan or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gungans oh, are the no, Gungans no. are the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going oh, on boy. here? That's what I'm saying she's not a Gungan. <laughs> Yeah, thank God she is not. Oh my God. Can you imagine if Picard went up to fucking Jar Jar Binks for advice? (laughs) And Jar Jar Binks gave the same like general like points and advice. Slavery, you know, like, oh my God. But you know what? You almost convinced me just now. (laughs) Give Jar Jar (laughs) Guinan's lines. Like you don't have to dumb down the lines, no, to, no, no. But, but let Jar Jar say those lines, and I would love to see the end result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, oh, someone no. get Jar Jar on the horn for me, please. Oh no. Um. So then you have uh, Picard with his newfound. What would you call it? Uh, a he has fire a, he, in his not, belly. Yeah, he, fire, he understands yeah. the real point of the case yeah, now. Yeah, like, because yeah. I think he thinks he realizes everyone's been missing the point. Guyan yeah. knew the point immediately. Yeah. Right. But you know. You know. Um. First, he he brings out his travel case uh, when he when he puts data on the stand, and he he starts opening it, and he's like he's like what are, what are, what is this? And he's like, oh, those are my medals. And them's my medals I took from dead men. No. <laughs> he's These like are the scalps. I t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and he in and he's like, what, why do you why why are you taking this? And he's like, oh, I I I, I don't know. He's like, and he's like, he doesn't know why he took it. He's like, he's basically like. Maybe vanity is the reason, and like, like I just it, wanted them. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted them, and there's a it's it's interesting. And then he he brings out a book that Picard gave him, mm-hmm. and he has some like, why do you value it? And he's like, oh, because basically he says because we're friendship. And that got yeah. to me, dude. That got to me. 
I was like, yeah. oh man, that's awesome. That's sweet. There's a lot of great stuff like that in this scene <laughs> yeah. in general. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out, there was a scene where I was like, oh no, not here, not now, dude. Not here, my heart. Well, Tasha. Don't get me. Don't get, maybe that, no, that wasn't it. There was something else that got me that I was like, oh. Well, that, dude. that got me because of the, really? p- the part, well, the, he brings like, for some reason, me rewatching this series, I place a lot more value on Tasha as a character for some reason. I, it might be she, because you like her she, as a character so much. Best character, dude. <laughs> But like, uh, but like when, when he brought Tasha's hologram out and like, it's, it's almost, first of all, it's kind of cute how data is like, well, she did, she, I swore to her, I wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of adorable. Even though when you go and review the episode, she was more like, I'm so fucking embarrassed. I just did that with you. Shut up. Yeah. Don't ever say anything. Yeah. You're a child, data. You're a child. I'm going to die now. Bye. Well, uh, well, the funny part is. Picard goes, I'm sure she wouldn't mind, which implies he knows exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, again, he probably told Beverly in, in oh, confidence. In confidence. Beverly. Oh. In Beverly is like what Siki said again, closer to my recorder. <laughs> <laughs> And Can then, you say closer to my collar? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> imagine you're talking to my neck, and then she wouldn't fucking show the recording to fucking Picard. Um, so anyway, he's what like, it's fine. I think she would be, uh, yeah, she would, she would be okay with you saying it in this context. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's like, yeah, I hooked up with her, dude. That's yeah. why sentimental stuff. She was, <laughs> she was special because we were intimate. We, we did, we short-circuited her chips um <laughs> her chips uh, but all kinds of chips doritos Bo- onions. both both chips were circuited shortly yeah 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 at the same time um yeah they stay <laughs> they stay shorted together well was, yeah yeah and so so you have you that was that's the end of the the was it deposition is that is that what it's called i'm not well, a lawyer nah. dude well, it, end of his cross examination, examination or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. examination. I don't know if it's a cross yeah. examination, but yeah, yeah. talking of him talking to the witness of yeah, data. Yeah. Then yeah. he brings up Maddox. Yeah. Then then Tim Burton comes in and he brings up the idea of like, well, what's why do you think he's not he he he's he's just a computer and he's like, well, he's not sentient and he's like, well, why do you think what makes somebody he's like enlighten me like how 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 am I sentient. What, well, hold what, on, we what skipped past it? the part where uh, Maddox puts his hand on the thing and starts reading off all the things that he is. Oh, and yeah. Picard's just like, nah, 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 nah. forget <laughs> yeah. that shit. We know, yeah. we know, it's fine. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck forget you. that, dude. <laughs> you don't probably don't have any metals like this guy. Um, this guy stole them. He scalped them. Uh, oh, you're the chief robotics at the DeVry Institute. Yeah. You went to, you went to, you went to ITT Tech, I see. <laughs> Uh, uh, his parents aren't even proud of him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the that's what the robot voice reads out. Yeah. <laughs> he went to DeVry. His parents didn't come to the graduation. Yeah, <laughs> they said this is a sham graduation. It's oh. like when you go to an elementary school graduation, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um. So uh, he's examining. He's like, "What? What makes us sentient? What? What's? What's the deal?" And he's like, "Well, like intelligence." And he's like, "Well, isn't isn't he intelligent?" And he's like, "Well, it's the ability to to learn and understand all these things." And this guy's a real weasel, dude. I don't like him, dude. And he's like, "He's Picard's like, what does self awareness means? How do you 
why why am I self aware? And they 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 have all this whole breakdown. And yeah. Well, he goes like, well, you know where you are and what you're doing. Yeah. And he asks Data, where are you right now? He's like, oh, I'm in a trial. Explains exactly what's going on. Yeah. It's like that sounds self aware to me. Yeah. And I guess this, this is a part that's difficult to explain yeah. because this is this is sort of like the prototypical Picard speech saves the day. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, so I was trying to I was pulling up clips. And um, honestly, I don't think I should pull up a clip no, this no, no, because no. like the speech runs quite long. Yeah. Is very, very good. Like yeah. Picard, Patrick Stewart does a fucking excellent job. And you kind of should just listen to the whole thing yourself when you watch yeah. the episode because yeah. it's like it, there's things you can pull from it. Like my favorite mo- portion is the part where he's like, I can't like, like, like he, he's, he lays out the his basically thesis statement that he's like. Uh, are we condemning an entire species to slavery by making him property, right? That means mm-hmm. everyone who comes after him would be property as well. Isn't that slavery? And then he says, then what if we discover he is sentient? Do you know how to handle it? And then he starts accusing everyone in the room. Do you? Do you? And I really, that's my favorite part of his speech, actually. Yeah. I love how when he turns to Philippa, when he says, do you, Philippa's like, uh, uh, and then know. he says, do you again at yeah, Philippa yeah, like yeah. twice? And she's like, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, because because it's like you're, you're the jag. You should, <laughs> you should know. <Yeah. laughs> but I can. I but I love that he does it to Riker, and he does it to fucking Tim Burton, and he does it to the jag lady. Like, like no, because that's a big ass question. Yeah, and he's and, like, and he's shoving it in everyone's face. It's like everyone needs to understand what we are dealing with here. Yeah. And it's cool because every single one of those characters had a slightly different perspective on it. So it, him directly addressing them sort of makes you reminds you of that Mm -hmm. and how their mind is probably their wheels are spinning thinking about that question like Picard I mean Riker would immediately go it doesn't matter whether he's actually sentient or not he's still my friend you Mm -hmm. know like Maddox is probably like uh shit I don't know what to think and then Philippa is probably thinking like oh I'm am I wrong in my initial ruling you know like it's it's great. I fucking love this scene. <laughs> yeah. And there's yeah. a reason this is like you, you YouTube Picard speech. This is probably going to be your first hit. Like, cause this is like yeah. the prototypical Picard yeah. saves the day by giving a great speech speech. Yeah. Which is, which is basically when he asked, yeah, you said, you said it when he asked like, what is the third thing that makes people human? Yeah. And, and I like that, that he says basically like, well, if you make more of data, doesn't that make it a species, basically? Isn't mm-hmm. that a new species? And isn't that what we're like accepting here? Like, isn't that Star species? Trek? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's the name of the fucking show, dude. It's right here. He's like, the letters would go here, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it's a great speech. You should listen to it. But it's 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 well said. He convinces. He basically, I think that it's not a criminal court, but it it's kind of like. It feels like that he's like, well, there's no, it's not proven beyond a reason, you know, like it, all you have to do is, is prove that there's doubt, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. you can't, you can't convict. Uh, and, and he does. And even Riker immediately like, like smiles and he's like, ah, oh, yes, dude. He, he saves me. the day. He saved my yeah. friend. I almost killed him, but he saved the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he hadn't gone fencing, we would have been done quicker. <laughs> And so basically, he, he, she's she's like, okay, well, based off of all this stuff and uh, what we've talked about, like she overturns the um, the what is it? She she overturns the fact that he has to go and have the yeah. operation. She overturns her original ruling that yeah. he's a piece of property. And she has can't such resign. an odd he's tone like, when she starts yeah. off her considerations. Though it's yeah. like, 
Gee well, whiz, I don't know, well, boys. boys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little odd. Yeah, it's a little Golly. odd. Golly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like, look, you're Willikers. still a piece of shit, but <laughs> you're not a piece of machine. We don't know. You, <laughs> you you get to suffer like the rest of us. Yeah, you're basically yeah. Yeah, miserable <laughs> as everybody else, dude. <laughs> Figure out what life is and not be miserable is what you should try to do. Yeah, yeah. And he wins. And Data. It's funny because he he's very reasonable. Like he's not salty towards Tim Burton. Yeah, he goes over there and he's like, "Hey, cool. You know, I I, I, ref- I refuse to go your procedure first of all because now mm-hmm. I, he could choose. Yeah, and but he says, "Hey, I basically like once you get ahead on your like if you continue your work, I'll I'll I would like to read it or see it and stuff and and kind of." I mean, yeah. training and challenge me again. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love that he's a, just an amicable, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know what? You're an asshole, but your research is interesting. Yeah, but Get even better. and even Tim does Burton, bring up a good point. It's like I'm gonna be here. I don't age, dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and and Tim Burton basically is like, well. Uh, like basically he can't do the surgery on him. He can't force him to do the surgery, but he, the, the, tan- the transfer still stands. So Tim Burton's like, ah, I'll reverse the, the transfer. You can keep him here. I don't yeah. want to see that, that yeah. sweet piece of meat near me <laughs> and I can't get my hands on it. I mean, the way he acts while looking at him, like yeah. all of his like nervous tics and stuff, it does make you uncomfortable. Do you yeah. think he's just jealous that, that, that Yara like banged him? And she's like, ah, I, don't want, I want a piece of that. <laughs> Toaster. There's one thing that the the extended edition added, which I think makes his character really interest, like Maddox's character really interesting. You know that the scene where he comes in and crashes the party, right? Yes. So that's not in the original, and mm-hmm. I think that makes a a lot of sense for his character because it shows straight up that he hates him. Yeah, like he yeah. came there kind of just to taunt him and throw insults at him. Like he had no other reason to really be there. Yeah. And in the trial, Picard asks, "Do you like Data?" And he tries to fib an answer. So I think in the original broadcast version, you could maybe go along with the fib and goes, yeah, maybe he doesn't actually know what he feels about data. He might just view him as equipment, but I think he actually hates him. And I think it's interesting because it's like, you know how like there's this type of men that hate women, but they hate him because they can't fuck him. You know? Yeah. It, it almost reminds me of yeah, like you that. Get that bit of a vibe. Don't hate the game. Hate the but player. I think it's also Don't worth the noting the that game. I messed it up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's also worth noting that at that point at the birthday, like data had given him a Royal fuck you. That's true. That's true. Like he had been like, well, fuck off. I'm well, not going to do well, what you but, but it's also completely within his rights. Just like how it's within like a woman's rights to just be like, I don't want to date you, you know? Yeah. That, true. Be, true. But, yeah. but I'm not, but, but I mean like at that point, what I'm saying is like the sequence of events, uh, yeah, gave him more yeah. reason to hate data. Absolutely. Absolutely. Than yeah, if yeah. like from, from yeah. like from the beginning, but I, I do like the contextualization in that party scene where it like cements that he actually, just actively also hates him like they allude to it by at the beginning where you know he was the only one to descend his admission into starfleet academy and i'm like okay so there's some animosity there it's why data was staring at him when he first walked on and stuff like that but i i, I do like that character moment because it yeah. makes his motivation not just like mechanical like he's hypocritical because he accused Picard of being emotional. He's also being emotional, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that cements it. I think that's great. It's a great angle to have added to the character with the extended edition that um, shines a lot more through. So, yeah. Yeah. And then you have one last scene with with uh, with Riker and uh, Data. 
they're having a party for <clears throat> for Dita kind of a thing at the holiday in the holodeck. But yeah, yeah, yeah. In the holodeck, you know they're having a fucking party. <laughs> oh yeah. That's gonna <laughs> be a hell of a party. Like yeah. the sad party, 10 forward. Yeah. Celebration party. Yeah. We're going to the holodeck. Fucking party. We're gonna we're gonna load up all of the sexiest Sherlock Holmes characters he's, we can he's find. Like, he's like, well, computer, <laughs> wait, load wait up a, a minute, wait a minute. Tasha's funeral was in the holodeck. Oh, you're right. Whoops. <laughs> okay, oh. when it's when it's super sad. Okay, like extreme happiness or no, extreme no, no, sadness. No, no, no. What, what I mean to say is that Tasha's funeral must have been one fucking sexy party. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, um. So, uh, it, Riker's. I mean, that salty. Windows XP really gets you going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um he he um he uh is sulking and. Uh, basically, Data comes over and he's like, "Hey, you come join the party downstairs. Everybody's we're playing. We turn off the lights in the holodeck. We're playing. Who's in my mouth?" And <laughs> and um, Riker's like, "Without me, without without me, Data. Oh no, I, he's, he's I not introduced British. you guys to that game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started that game. Uh, and so uh, he's like, he's like, now, nah, like, I almost cost you your life. Like, now I can't, I can't do. It. He's kind of pissed off. And he's he basically Data breaks it down. He's like, look, like you right. basically took a hit." But not only to your ego, but this is going on your record. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> you took a hit to and, and save me. <laughs> oh, you fucked up your record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all record cares about. Uh, yeah, that's why he's sulky. Yeah, yeah he's like, God sure. damn, I lost. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be oh man, that'd be a dark, hilarious ending. <laughs> Just like next time, <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time, you're dead, dude. Um, but he's basically like, hey, I learned. I'm, I'm, and he calls him Will, which is really cool, and he smiles. Riker yeah. Smiles so that's yeah, not that's in the original moment. That's really? not in the broadcast version. That's yeah, that's crazy. That's my favorite addition to the episode. This First is, of all, he, it's such a small portion. Why remove that part? Because it's such a good character. It was for moment. an orange juice commercial. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. because it sun kissed. It, it sh- that it shows Data has also had a character arc in the episode by him calling him Will because Clip. he's because he's oh, willing yeah. to be like, hey, yeah, I'm yeah. I, I'm calling you Will to let yeah. you know that we're friends. Yeah, you know, D- I, don't I, forget fu- that we're friends. Yeah, I actually pulled that line up because it's my favorite thing. I just want to I just want to play it because it's fucking great. What, sir? There was a celebration on the holodeck. I have no right to be there. Because you failed in your task. Oh, God, no. I came that close to winning, Data. Yes, sir. I almost cost you your life. That is true, sir. But, Commander... Will... I have learned from your example. What could you possibly have learned from that ordeal? That at times... One must deny one's nature, sacrifice one's own personal beliefs to protect another. See, and the great part about that line is it actually is a great bookend for the whole episode. When they started with the poker thing, he didn't like Data didn't believe so deeply in the rules of the game that he thought he'd be winning. And then he realized that Riker actually did the hard thing by having to go against his nature. Just like data learns that sometimes you have to go against your nature, just like when you're playing poker, it's like, it's great. It's a, it would have been a fantastic thing to the whole episode, I think. Um, and I know it's such a short line. I'm surprised they cut that out of everything else as well. But 
You know, you yeah, can like actually uh, a part that came right after where it cut off from your clip was like a, a line that kind of affected me where it's like, you hurt your, like you hurt yourself yeah. like for my benefit and I'll never forget that. Like, like that's in the episode. But so like, so like that emotional part they kept, but they kept, they pulled out the book ending part to me. And I yeah. love that he calls him Will. Like, that's such a good detail. Now, that that's something that you that they really should have kept, honestly. Yeah, I really love that detail that I'm, I'm glad it was restored, like, in, in this version. And Yeah, in the Snyder Cut. Yep. <laughs> hey, this people is, had to wait way longer for, for that culmination. <laughs> this it is like a the, lot I guess this is technically the Snodgrass Cut. <laughs> and, it was, and it was real. <laughs> this is actually footage that, yeah, that yeah. existed. They, they actually <laughs> shot it. And it, okay, the reason how they restored this, by the way, is that uh, they had a digitally removed data's mustache. Got him. Well, okay. So the way it works is that um, because it was her first script, um, Michael Okuda actually wanted to do something nice for her. Michael Okuda and one other person wanted to do something nice for her. So they said, hey, they just finished the first cut of the episode. It's too long for broadcast, so they're going to cut it out. But I want to find you a tape that has everything you wrote on a tape. They gave it to Melinda, and she kept it all these years. And then when we were do- they were doing the Blu-ray awesome. restorations, Melinda was like, wait a minute, I have this tape. And then Michael was like, oh my God, you have the tape still? Let's restore it and have the full version. Because it's because uh, this... Um, spoiler alert ended up being one of the most beloved episodes of TNG of all time. Uh, cause it's a really good episode. It's actually, I alluded to it at the beginning, but this is my favorite episode in all of Star Trek. Uh, like ever. It might be one of my favorite episodes in general of anything ever. Whoa, whoa, come down, dude. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> like, I really love this episode. And I, and I, it's a very good one. Yeah. And a, and a lot of it, I think, was really heightened by the extended version. The only thing that's weird is the fencing scene. Agreed. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I am, I am not mad about any of the uh, additions or extensions. Yeah. Yeah. They should do it. And they, the should, they should put it in black and white, though. <laughs> yeah yeah really go full uh, really missed opportunity yeah, yeah the shiny yeah. and chrome cut and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway anyway i think i've played my hand as the what, what did you think ricardo i really enjoyed it <clears throat> I, oh my god dude i really enjoyed it i was choking on my own saliva <laughs> uh, i enjoyed the episode i thought it was really good but don't let me color your your rating no. please go for I'm it i'm still yeah. gonna only give it a nine Okay. All right. All right. Because All right. So there's got to be something over that I don't know about that I'm going to be like, this is really weird, but I fucking love it. A 10, okay. You know, that's good. You're saying that because there is an episode in season three that many would argue with me is actually the best episode. Um, mm-hmm. So it's good. It's good yeah. that we're leaving back that. To the fuck planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it becomes graphic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that one is the real measure of a man. <laughs> it's called, it's titled the true measure of a man. Yeah. yeah. The, the Snyder cut. <laughs> like, uh, in the eighties are like, who's the fuck yeah. Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. D Snyder. D Snyder. That's too, that's too many. That's too much sniding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Dan? I'm gonna give this one a nine. Okay. Yeah, dude. All right, all right, all right. Since you've seen, do you remember enough of the original to also rate the original? Mm, I'm afraid I do not. Okay, okay. Because I'm gonna do both. Uh, because I I would rate the original like a nine and a half. 
What's to me, nine and a half weeks. <laughs> it would be about uh, as good as Star Trek gets to me. Um, extended edition. I think I'm gonna give it like a ten. Uh, ten, maybe Fuck. like an eleven, dude. Like I really you can't. The scale really... goes up to ten, dude. <laughs> I yeah, really re- respect the scale. <laughs> God yeah, damn it! This isn't <laughs> fucking Spinal Tap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed this episode. I'm I'm very biased. Um, this is the episode that made me like love Star Trek. Actually, when I was first watching it, because when I was a kid, I would watch Star Trek on and off on TV, and I'd be like, "Oh, Star Trek's fun, right?" And then I actually had never seen this episode until I marathoned TNG one weekend, just feeling like it, and. I came to measure of a man. I was like, what the fuck? This episode's really good. <laughs> and yeah. it, it made me want to, from there, keep watching the whole thing. Um, yeah. So this is the episode that I always remember really fondly as being like, this is, pen- this is like perfect Star Trek to me. Uh, but that, but I'm very biased. I have a very subjective, like, uh, experience with that. So I totally understand, like, there, it's not flawless by any means, I think. I think it's very, very well written. It's an excellent spec script. But like, for example, if they had gone with the original version of the script, it could have been a lot worse, actually. If it started off with data swimming, that kind of would have been pretty lame. Yeah. Honestly. And they, you know, some other things here and there. But anyway, that's just me, my own subjective thing. But I think we can all agree that at the very least, The Measure of a Man is a very good episode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, nah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I think the extended edition was great. Uh, I'm really happy to. Vo- I, I liked it so much. I immediately listened to the commentary track right afterward. Um, you have the DVD? Oh, the thing, the, the the file I sent you has it as well. So. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but um, yeah, I yeah, I I, I really really uh really really enjoyed this episode. But anyway, it is a very was, good one. Yeah, it it is a reason why like they bothered to make an extended restoration of this episode. You know, yeah. Like like a lot of Star Trek fans, this is one of the the standouts, but. Anyway, uh, the next episode is not a standout. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the dolphin. Uh, if I don't, I don't remember this episode very well. All I remember is that I think Wesley has a love interest, and that's right. the episode. So that's going to be really good. It's a really good palate cleanser. Um, <laughs> All right, my first ten is coming. <laughs> uh, anyway. This has been Newbie yeah, Star Trek. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, On this see, extra long yeah. episode. Yeah, I ran along. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. How, I had a lot how to long say. Is this episode? I'll be, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll know Six, the full once I finish editing. 69 minutes. <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> once I, I'm sorry. Yeah, even after I edit, edit this, it's going to be pretty long. So sorry yeah. about that. I just had a lot to say about the episode because I really love it. Um, God it's damn, an Marvin. episode that deserves it. Yeah, I, I would also. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't feel too bad. <laughs> Um, we're not going to feel the same way about the next episode. I guarantee it. Uh, but next episode, don't nope. worry. It's going to be 20 nope. minutes long. I'm going to, I'm going to talk for fucking an hour and a half about Wesley. <laughs> I can do it. It's all, it's all turned I, around because of his I love interest. Yeah. Enough material. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, if you, if you guys have been enjoying the podcast, uh, you know, be great if you could give us a rating at app podcasts or wherever you're listening that can give a rating. Most places can't. So for yeah. whatever reason, so but Apple Podcasts would be great if you could give us a rating there. And also, we do other shit. Uh, we have the Featured Frames Film Podcast. We're doing commentary tracks. We might do a commentary track for the Fly too. We don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the Could fuck be. happens there. Yeah. Um. I, at the very least, I know that we're going to eventually do commentary tracks for the Matrix trilogy because I fucking love the Matrix and the Matrix Force coming out. And I'm forcing Ricardo and Dan to do this with me. <laughs> and that uh, that's that. And then we also have our channel, the Fugitive Games YouTube channel. 
uh, where we do let's plays and streams. Um, yeah, still going to Justice for All, Phoenix Riot right now. Uh, still going to Vice City, and I've been live streaming a lot of Mass Effect. Um, there's also a thing we might be doing. I haven't figured out the technical aspects of it yet. We might be playing multiplayer Roller Coaster Tycoon too. Don't hold me on that. I'm still trying to figure out mechanically how it's working, but it could happen. Um, and that'll be interesting. And at any given moment, a rhythm game might suddenly be streamed on a random Oh, day. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want Dan to just go for it. Um, but I think Dan's like preparing and making sure it's good. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> as Dan has this look on his face. <laughs> doing a lot of prep here. <laughs> He's fencing right now. <laughs> <laughs> very good very very good yeah but that that, 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 was, that was our discussion of the measure of a man i'm sorry to have disappointed ricardo at the beginning good damn very man. sorry ricardo next time send it and we've ruined every cut. piece of ricardo's tr- star trek experience <laughs> <laughs> from the beat from the very beginning <laughs> well he ruined it himself by watching the wrong That's episode true. first That's true. <laughs> Like, this is a weird way to start, but fuck it, I'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that when you first watch Data Lore, you're like, oh, this is pretty good. And then you watch a few episodes and you reach Data Lore and you're like, this episode sucks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we're going to watch The Dolphin next time. Uh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. The judge of I, that. I, can't, I can't guarantee that. But it's, if it's Wesley centric, odds are high that it's annoying. Uh, I'll give you that. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see. We'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. Uh, COVID is still a bit wibbly wobbly. So we'll see you guys around. Stay safe. Yeah. Everyone. Don't go out there going to who's my mouth parties. Let a mask on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't go catching nothing. <laughs> you still go to the who's in my mouth party. Just wear yeah. the mask. <laughs> just wear the mask. Yeah. Just wear the mask. Yeah. I mean, that is honestly the most important part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're not uh, shedding COVID down there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Well, we'll see you guys around. See you guys. Bye. 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 Hashtag. Who's in my life? <laughs> uh, very good.